Shall we do a show? Are we done? Yeah. Am I not peeking anymore? You sound, you sound beautiful. Delicious. Cool. I want you in my colon. Oh, that's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm coming. I'm coming there through your ears. Okay. Ooh, that's the <laughs> that's the weird long way, Daddy. Yep. Take me home. Okay, that's a that's how we start the episode. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Come, come, my ladies. Come, come, my gents. It is time for Rose Mortem. My name is Tom. My name is Travis. Take me home. Oh, you confused me with your timbre and sudden cadence shift. I am your Cody for this evening and capable of inflecting my sentences down to let people know I'm finished. Travis. Take me home to the place where I belong. All right, all right. Is that up or down? Mm, I'm I Mike. think we're fine. Do it again, okay. Mike. Say your name again. I'm Mike. There you go. Here. Wait, he has a name? Mike's here. Uh, you know who else we who have? Give him a name. You know what else we have? We have my girlfriend Gabriella in the house tonight. Hello, Gabby. Oh, hello. Hey, yes. Hey, everybody. It is clear that is. I owe her something, so she's on the show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have everybody fun. get up. Gabby's here now. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, Gabby's here because she helped me do all the research, and you would not have a show without her tonight. Um, yeah, so Gabby. With that, thanks for being here. Thanks, for everyone, for showing up. That's how we yeah. do it. I think uh, we have to get down to business now, which is, Travis, your fucking week. What was it oh, like, man. and how the hell are you? Ah, oh, my week's good, you know? Uh, what I do? I've been doing a lot of thrifting, a lot of getting things. I got myself a backgammon set that's old. You're so vintage, And I play Travis. backgammon with myself. And what else do I do? Um, I got a knife, and it's got a bone handle. That's and it's cool. made in Germany. I just buy things, and I fill my house with things. Ah, oh, very nice. But nice. isn't that life? Uh, <laughs> collecting trash. Yeah, all right. That's I don't good. know. Some people go to Home Goods and fill their house with things that say beautiful and beach time and love, <laughs> live, laugh. I fill my house with knives and pornography. Right. But it's cool stuff, you know? Equal crazies in a fair yeah. world. Equal crazies. Okay, yeah, that's cool. really beautiful. Uh, Gabriella, how was your week? My week was pretty good. Nothing happened. Nothing? That's Nothing good. Nothing at all. Yeah, I can relate. Yeah. Okay. Wait, but Gabby, think, it's 2021. Everything's supposed to happen. Yeah, I I uh, I wore different pants this week nice. than the week before. Ooh, Is that baby. right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's fun. I, I actually could tell you all she's lying, but that's fine. It's a good, it's a nice <laughs> try uh, at a uh, a steak event. Uh, very nice. Uh, Mike, what did you think of Gabby's pants, and how was your week? Those nice pants. Again. Don't look at my girlfriend. Oh, sorry. Stop doing that. <laughs> How was your I week, dude? That one. Um, it was good. I got uh, rejected by a girl. It's pretty nice. Oh. Not Aww. rejected. I just like told her I was lactose intolerant, I think, and I, I was shitting my pants, and she just stopped answering me. <laughs> Wait. Are, are you lactose intolerant? <laughs> well, I guess so. I was like shitting my pants really bad yeah. the other day. <laughs> 
And I like, oh, I ate a whole thing of Ben and Jerry's by myself. Okay. And uh, the next day, I just felt like shit. And I told her that. And she just stopped talking to me. <laughs> you didn't follow up at she all? She smelled so, bitch you know, on you, your jeans. Like, it says scene. Yeah. So I know yeah. she saw it. And I'm like, oh, oh you were bumbling <laughs> her. Wow. So she wasn't worried about you at all? Uh, she did not give one fuck. Wow. Which is all right. I mean. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fair so enough. So I'm, up, I'm upset. Well, Mike, there's plenty of fish in the sea, right? There's plenty yeah, of fish yeah. in the ocean. Yeah, especially if you're eating that fish food. You're getting that diarrhea with the fish. Uh, yeah. The chocolate Ben and G's, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I may or may have not shit my pants this week. I don't I don't really want to get into that. Uh, Cody, how was your week? Uh, weird, weird thing that happened. I, I'm unnecessarily excited to share with you, but just... Paints an illustration of my my current like bachelor situation. I go to it's on foot. I go to like my local like fancy kitchen, and I'm like, oh, give me a give me a pepperoni pizza to go, please. You know, standard takeout. Mm -hmm. Go there. And they're like, oh, here, sir, here's your takeout, and I grab it. <clears throat> it's a pizza box. I don't fucking question it at all, and I run home with it, giddy as a schoolgirl can be, and then like I'm. Uh, I, I got Netflix going. It's dark. <laughs> I open the box. I eat the entire thing. And then only once I'm done, I'm realized I've been handed the wrong order and I have no idea what I have eaten for like the last 70 minutes. I'm just oh, like, whoa. That's that's, I mean, I'm like, like, I'm good, like looking at the, like, the leftovers in the box. Yeah. I'm just like, whoa, there's. I ate feta cheese at some point. <laughs> this is weird. Opening your horizons. Or what so, is it called? Yeah, expanding it, it, horizons? Expanding your horizons. It's pretty good. Opening your mouth <laughs> to expand your horizons. It's yeah, just getting to the point. Just, yeah. A goddamn mystery what I ate for dinner last night. <laughs> I guess I have to be okay with it. I feel I, fine today, right? I, I think yeah. We, um, I kind of want... Yeah, I think I, we need one of those uh, in the arms of the angel, like like uh, <laughs> slow motion... Truck ins on your face for seventy yeah. minutes. Does uh, anyone want to adopt our Cody? Yeah, he needs help. He, he, he ate something he, he doesn't know. know. I'm okay <laughs> with it. <laughs> Cody, my question is, what were you watching on Netflix that had you so engrossed? Uh, the Great Bit British Baking Show. Oh. Wait, so, so you're, you're watching a show about people eating movie. things, and you're eating something <laughs> you don't know what it is? Yeah, that's why I. That's why I guess it worked. Because it like preempted my olfactory nerves, and it was just like, oh yeah, this 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 pizza tastes like a raspberry tart, I guess, but it wasn't. <laughs> you could have been eating sawdust, like most Americans. I don't even do. know if it was a pizza. It came in a pizza box. Where'd you go? A little Caesars? A little? Well, they got no, there's a, there's a nice little gourmet kitchen over uh -huh. around here called the Monkey Pod, Mike. I'll take you sometime. A Monkey Ooh. Pod? Monkey Pod, yeah. That's oh. a pizza. Tom, what a pizza did you get? Uh, that's a good How's question. How's your week? Dijon? What did I do? Um, I was on a Facebook stream um, this Ugh. week, which was fun. I, I went out to the guys in internal bleeding, Chris and Chris, out on Long Island, way out there. Facebook stream? On a Facebook stream with thousands of viewers. Oh, I didn't sick. know they had as many as they had, but it was very fun answering questions and sitting in the, the, the magical tour bus. Was that, Mark Zuckerberg there too? Yeah, he showed up and he spanked us all. That's and um, it was all right. He's got really soft hands. So Ooh. either way, no, that that was fun. Uh, shout out to Chris and Chris from Internal Bleeding. Thanks for having us out there. Um, what else did I do? I didn't do anything. That's it. That's the highlight of the week. That was the most fun I had. Oh, man. These are getting better and better. They sure are. 
Man, especially with this shutdown and we haven't done anything. Yeah. Ah, but yeah. for some reason, I, I actively want more things to complain about. I know. It doesn't make good radio, though. I'm not the best complainer. <laughs> okay. I think it did you a thing or two. Wait. So, uh, who's to, who's on the choppy men this week and where, where are we? Well, um, thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah, and as right. I mentioned before, Gabriella, thank you for doing all this damn research for me. You're very, very welcome. Okay. Well, you clicked on the episode. You know it's here. Joan Crawford. What's that? Uh, uh. We're talking about a lady, a very sexual looking lady. Ah. Big shoulders. Ah. Sharp eyebrows. Yeah, oh, Mike. Shoulder blade. Yeah, real shoulder blade material. Whenever I hear her name, I always get hungry because I think of crawfish. <laughs> very very funny you say that um there there's several people in her life that always said that she was uh she sounded like fish she sounded like cajun food <laughs> um <laughs> well all right well crawfish <laughs> yeah Th this happened uh well you know what we'll get into it so uh if you don't know who joan crawford is that's okay because i didn't either yeah, she's a famous her. actress uh who, who f from the silent era to about the, the the 60s was pretty active on the silver screen uh showing her face doing her own makeup um basically she was like one of the first like uh professional whores um this cool. was the imagery that she dealt with she was very brave as and I'm 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 saying brave uh, with a capital oh. B um because it's not really brave it's just a good way to make money um this is this is a woman who took Hollywood by the roots, and then had sex with it. I don't know what that means, but she did it. Are the roots the nuts? The roots are the nuts. I thought okay. it was pubes. Yes. I would say that the root would be the taint, the base of everything. Uh, all right. Mm -hmm. That's your gooch hair. That's right. So we're going to start off with her. We're going to do uh, the format is a touch different. We're going to cover her career a bit, and then we'll get into the goss later. Because um, mm. the careers of these people, these Hollywood people, uh, they're not that interesting to read about they're really not it's like they went to a studio they did a bunch of things yeah, it's silent too so you don't really have to do much just well, like fucking <laughs> <laughs> just fucking show okay. up and fucking point the shit at you uh, you're like, not wrong but i like yeah. this yeah it's a good point mike i mean you're not wrong at all um <laughs> just following the history of of movie stars when it comes to the actual movies there's not much happening on set these people are just uh, getting pampered and doing coke and having a great time. Good coffee too. Great Craft coffee. services, baby. Lots I of always, food. I always think that like people that are just, like really into like movies or like a particular actor, they always kind of creep me out a little bit. Like you're gonna kill someone. Oh yeah, aren't you? Yep. There's always that bit. guy in the documentary who's their hair is terrible. Um, any form of terrible. Um, they could do less is what I'm saying, and. Uh, they look like they're going to rape, uh, rape, rape. That's yeah. really R rape. It. Um, th that and there was a guy in the Joan Crawford one who looked like that in, in one of the documentaries who you know was putting Super a lot fan. of words in her mouth about how nice she was, and it's yeah. just like I don't think you know that, sir. You're ten years older than me. And sometimes these guys take too long of pauses, like that. Fuckers! How dare they? A little too long. Well, because they're thinking like about their titties. Yes, that's Hollywood vibes. Good point. Yeah. yeah. You gotta do the theatrical pause. Uh, also, another annoying thing about movie people, people that only speak in movie quotes. Bothers the shit like out of me. Duke Nukem. Um, shout out to boomers in general. They all do this. And then they uh, look at you and oh, I love that. go, 
Yes. Don't you like my sense of humor? I hate that. And then they look at you and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, you don't know this movie? It's like, it's from 18, it doesn't even exist. You made it up. 18, wow. That's a silent film. It's not even a movie. It's from the 1800s. You just made it up. I mean, is there like a billing that we could do? Like maybe we could bill boomers for like the amount of Blazing Saddles references that they make. Karate Kid too. Like <laughs> it's a yeah karate sweep, sweep the leg, or, or yeah. crocodile Dundee. Do I look like a bitch? <laughs> I looked. Did I sound like Samuel Jackson there? Because I really tried on that one. You did, yeah, Paul. <laughs> it's even better when you know the quote, and then someone gets it wrong, and they look at you and go, "Do you know what that's from?" <laughs> okay, let's yeah, yeah. Ta- let's talk about the lady of the hour that you've downloaded the hour and forty five minutes. Uh, mm. Joan Crawford. Yeah. Now she Woo-hoo! was born in. Uh, well, let me rephrase this. She was born March 23rd. We got that. Yeah. 1904, possibly 1905, yeah. or six. No one really knows. Her real name was Lucille Faye Lasor. She's hot. Yeah, well, I was just saying, we don't know yeah. her birth year because the lady never tells, right? Uh, that might be. We'll see. Is she a well, bad person, Tom? I, she's not a bad person. She just beat some kids. It's fine. That's Look, right. just hang well, in there. Okay, I'll get to it. She's very pretty. Very pretty. Extremely pretty. For a child beater. Yeah. Um, she needs a smacker, too. So she's born in San Antonio, Texas, to Thomas E. Lasore and Annabelle Johnson. She is of French, Swedish, Irish, and possibly snake ancestry. Oh, nice. Excuse me. Snake? Wait, she's a reptilian dog? She might be. Okay? I don't want you to read into it. I'm just saying, allegedly, there's reptilian in here. Oh, my God. I believe it. Can you guys- Whoa. Hang in there with me. Understand that that's fact. Third eyelid. Well, wait, oh, oh, she have a third eyelid? T- yeah. Chill Tom, out. because uh-huh. we have a public show, does that mean that we're actually reptilian? I wish. Do you ever think about that? We uh, are media. I'm not really sure. Do you have a third eyelid? Does anyone have a third eyelid here? I don't know if I can My... trust you guys anymore. You shouldn't. My blood is pretty cold. Uh, it's freezing. It just got so tense in here because I'm kind of yeah. like, I'm kind of uh, in the, the belief of there's something strange happening with the DNA. Okay, continuing on. Whatever. Um, Hal Lasseur, her brother, um, he ended up moving to LA in 1920, 28, excuse me, and found work in the movie industry as an uncredited extra, I wish, and a makeup artist, ah. which means that he was having gay sex with other men for fun. Uh, he only ever received one screen credit. So that's how you make a career back in 1928. He was on his deathbed. He was bed. able to buy a house from his one oh, thing well, as an extra. That's right. He lived on Venice Beach. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, he was on his deathbed, and his sister sent him uh, some telegrams, but she didn't attend the funeral as it nice. was far. Um, Would you send a singing telegram to a dying man? Because I feel like that cheer him up a little bit. Well, you're gonna hey, like, I know you're dying, but baby girl, yeah. here's a pizza I bought. I don't even know what toppings there are. Because it came <laughs> Travis, from that's Cody's a restaurant. You should start. Yeah, hospice, hospice, hot takes. Yes, but hospice, it's always your voice. I like, oh yeah, yeah. Wish, it, it might be other people, but it's you always your voice. Yeah, of course, dude. I got perfect intonation and tone. It's good. It helps. So I, lo- uh, I love it. So, uh. Let's see. He had one daughter that he did name after Joan, Joan Crawford, Crawford Lassure. Uh Joan was obviously in Hollywood when uh, he had this kid. So she ended up becoming a Broadway dancer known as mm. Joan Lowe. But 
Ooh. We're not really talking about that bitch because she's, you know, she's still alive. So congratulations and Mazel Tov. Joan Lowe. Uh, Joan Wait, Lowe. her mom is still alive. I thought she was dead. No, no, the daughter of, oh, the, of daughter. the brother. Oh. This is a bit of a tangent oh, okay. here. I'm just painting pictures. So if you want to trace a bloodline, start harassing people. You know where to look. Now okay. Thomas Lasore ended up abandoning wow. the family like a true old-fashioned father. That's how you do it, at, right? Wow. Um, when Lucille was around one, uh, I remember me. Her mother remarried a man named Henry Casson, who ran the Ramsey Opera House in Lawton, Oklahoma. According to census records, this was her mother's first marriage. So, um, you know, there's probably some illegal hanky-panky. Put that guy's mm. dick in jail. I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh, until her teen years, Lucille believed that Henry was her biological father. But now she's in Oklahoma's. She's in Oklahoma's. She okay. uh, she didn't exactly get out there yet, and that was a bit of a skip ahead with the whole Hal thing. Uh, Lucille liked uh, going to visit her stepdaddy's opera house where she watched all these vaudeville motherfuckers and dancers. Her dream career was right there in front of her. She wanted to be a dancer. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. So um, in an attempt to practice this, uh, she, she was practicing on her front porch one day and uh, somehow managed to jump onto a milk bottle, shattering it. Um, oh. Uh, causing... Lots of surgeries, three surgeries, I believe. Um, so that's how, if you want to get ahead in dancing, injure yourself. Start yeah. with sympathy. She fucking jumped onto a milk car- bottle? Yeah. The fuck? I uh, do that shit. Well, allegedly, she, she did it on purpose to avoid her day's piano lesson. Damn, that's fucking... Oh. That's some real fucking shit you don't want to go to. Yeah, that th- is like a nine-year-old right now who's yeah. like, I'm going to dance that for a living. That shows her intelligence and, uh, right there. It's Yeah, it's there. That's so, dedication. Shit. Wow. So very similar, I learned a slang the other day, a sexual slang. Have you guys ever heard of a gleet? 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of similar. It's about getting out of something. So a gleet was uh, slang uh, used during World War One, and guys that got VD, like soldiers, uh, would shove a matchstick into their penis, get that you know, VD off on the penis, and then they'd sell the matchstick to other soldiers so they could get off the front line. So the soldier would take the matchstick with the fucking goopy penis goop and then shove it into his urethra and be like, oh, doctor, I can't be on the trench anymore. Why didn't they just dock? I don't know. I feel like that'd be more interesting. That's, yeah, I mean, they're still worried about being manly, you know? Because, they're not gay. Yeah. What, What do you mean? You don't think that's, you think that's straight? Wait, docking? That's straight. Docking is very straight. That's a straight activity. What's wrong with you, Gabby? If you ain't docking, you ain't doing it right. She doesn't have a penis. Get, guys, give her a break, okay? <laughs> oh, who wants to gleet with me? Stop. I need a, I need a gleet for tomorrow. I want to go to work. You got to take that poor <laughs> gleet? <laughs> yeah, look at that gleet, Travis. Overnight, yeah, no, gleet, 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 gleet. It's a terrible way to live. Off. <laughs> so you, could either, you can either gleet with someone or you can step on a milk bottle like Joan Rivers. Could you imagine Joan Rivers, Joan Crawford? Pl- pick your path. Pick your choose your own adventure. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can you can go back and and listen to our Joan Rivers episode uh, when we were baby faces and we cared a lot more about the things that we were saying. Uh, now it seems to have all fallen apart, <laughs> and we continue the show. In 1917, the family moved to Kansas City, Missouri, because Henry was blacklisted in Lawton because he was suspected of fraud. What Uh-oh. fraud? I don't know. Is it alleged? Maybe. I didn't do any research here. It doesn't matter. Okay. Her unstable family life greatly affected her education. Apparently, 
Henry began sexually abusing her when she was 11 years old until she was sent away to Catholic school. Oh, fuck. Where she was sexually abused more. Yeah. Jeez, that's terrible. Catholic school. It adds up. It really does. Very damaging with the what these churches and, and opera house people do. Um, I'm not surprised. So her parents separated during this time, and she ended up working for the school, waiting tables and cleaning rather than studying, like a real dancer. Hmm. Wait, so when she's trying to be a dancer, is this like when regular ladies buy a stripper pole and w- work out? Yeah, I was wondering if this is Zumba or w- w- yeah. where are we? Like, are they really trying to work out, though? I don't it know. It's good upper core. I mean, I imagine, dude. I can't do what strippers do. It's yeah, marvelous. Hard. They're athletes. Yeah, but I'm just hard. saying, you know. I, I, You know what? I can see the innocent person going, you know what? I want to swing around this thing because I have... Lots of memories of, of my youth um, doing my own strip routine, which was just getting naked and then going across monkey bars in the dark. Um, this this was fun. And that's just a, 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 uh, that's a metal pole that has been bent many times <laughs> yeah. instead let's of just it, one straight it, one. Let's call it like something Olympian so it sounds cool, like the fixed pole vault. Right. <laughs> Tom told me he was in gymnastics, not this this, this, is, this is what I did after hours. This is when you sneak out of the house and you go to the preschool around. around the corner. You're only nine, so it doesn't really, it doesn't, it's not perverted. I know. Um, Yet. And you, <laughs> and you just take off your pants and cool down on the monkey bars. It's good. <laughs> Those rusty monkey bars. Oh, why is it like this? I, I, I just wanted to share that because um, I've, I've, I uh, I can see the innocence behind putting a stripper pole in your living room for your daughter to walk in and see you stretching. I want a six-pack. I feel like you get a six-pack from that shit. Talk into the mic, god damn it. I'm close enough, I feel like. For now you are. Through. Yeah, you can't move closer. But you hold you hold your body up, and I feel like you get a six-pack like that. Yeah, that's what do you, how do you think Johnny Sins does it? Uh, uh, I need um, a fucking stripper pole in my house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon, stripper Mike. <laughs> so she did, uh, Joan did get into college, but she never Never attended. Uh, that's fine. Um, at this point, she's also Lucille. Remember that? I, I keep forgetting. She hasn't made the switch yet. But classic Lucille. She drops out of school. Uh, maybe she jumped on a bottle again. Who knows? Oh. Uh, she really never had any formal education past the eighth grade. I mean, sixth grade. Excuse me. Because she skipped so, so many classes. But they just put you through the mill back then. You know? So if I my education stopped when I was in sixth grade, all I would know how to do is build small rockets. That I'd launch. Yeah, that'd be, be like, oh, hey, what do you do for? Hey, uh, a nice resume you got there. I see that you build small rockets. In my in my time, we would also know Harry Potter. In your time, yeah, yeah, eighth grade, uh, yeah, sixth grade for us. It's a good good point, Travis. If you had stopped at sixth grade, you could work for Elon Musk, and <laughs> ooh, and you didn't. You pursue, pursued uh, going to a a arts college. Yeah, which means you are a failure. <laughs> Just I could have been. I could have been putting ants on Mars, dude, with my tiny rockets. Right? Had you just chilled out, I read a few Elon Musk books. Did you guys yeah. ever make a cork, cork, uh, cork bottle? What? What do you call those? What things? are you saying? What What are the things cork? on top of wine on wine bottles? Yeah, cork. yeah that's a cork. Just a, a cork. cork. Oh, okay. Right. So, did you guys ever make a cork boat? No, that's what I was doing. No, 
No? No. That was no. fun. I just we went through to... the motions at school. Were there that... were competitions were your that we parent... had? Were your parents heavy drinkers? Were they... Did you have a problem <laughs> taking bathtubs? And... Hey, this was my teacher. I don't know, right? Was your teacher No, the teacher drinker? was definitely Probably. a heavy drinker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I got all these wine We just had all the corks. <laughs> I really got to get rid of these. Today's lesson. In a competition, we had to make yeah. the, the best floating boat. And then they would like shake the the water. And if your cork didn't sink, you got an A plus. <laughs> let me your let cork me boat. Let me no, ask today, you. Uh, have no, you guys ever, ever heard so of an boring. easy grade? They wanted us to be like castaway. They wanted yeah. us to be prepared. <laughs> Today's lesson. I'm gonna prepare for tomorrow's lesson by making corks for you guys. <laughs> it's amazing. Just just one afternoon with sangria. And and uh, <laughs> Mr. Hendricks, and you will fly. <laughs> okay. In 1924, she leaves Kansas City. She moves over to Detroit to begin dancing in choruses oh, of some Detroit. traveling shows. Now, one night, while in a club, she was scouted by a New York Broadway producer whose name we do not know or we just didn't bother to write down. And... She was sent to New York to do some dancing in a chorus line. And, uh, she was in a play called Innocent Eyes, which has no importance in history whatsoever. But she did it. Uh, apparently, here she allegedly had uh, um, her first marriage with a saxophone player who had a massive dick. I just threw that in, maybe, for color. Um, that only lasted a few months. She doesn't mention this in her history. Maybe not. And uh, so it's not official. We don't have any paperwork on that. I uh, feel like you need a massive dick to play saxophone. There's a lot of buttons on it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to slap those bottom B notes. Hit I'm that thinking that she was just young and impressionable, and she was impressed by the saxophone. Yeah. I and then she realized that it was the worst. Yeah, when she heard it up close, yeah. or she s took her fingers out of her ears. Because saxophone <laughs> is a bad instrument. It's it's quite terrible. Only no. girl for like uh, some songs. Listen, what? Where has saxophone actually made a difference? There's careless whisper. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah. There you go. No, no, I'm just saying. Ken G. Ken G. Could solve world peace. But that's like a weird saxophone he plays. That's like he's playing for oh, Miles Davis. That's a trumpet. Never that's mind. a trumpet, which play, which <laughs> makes a terrible sound that I'm totally in favor for. To to be totally transparent. Either way. Uh, this isn't important. Let's keep going. All right. Uh, someone from Metron Goldwyn Meyer. Oh. Better known as MGM, you know, big oh, Hollywood hotshots. I never knew that. Um, they, they spotted her. They were like, oh, shit, I'm from She's MGM. Uh, I want this, this bitch with these giant shoulders mm -hmm. to come out to LA, and I'm going to pay her $75 a week to do stand ins and extra shit. Ooh. So during this time, they had this uh, More Stars. Then the heavens, uh, it was like a, Gabby, what is this? It's like a, a school kind of thing where they find people that look sexual and then run them through the gambit. They give them dancing classes, acting classes. Oh. Horse riding lessons. Yeah, a lot of Westerns. Very random one. But yeah, it was for all the Westerns they had back oh. then. Hmm. They had makeup lessons, hair lessons, posture right. lessons, etiquette lessons, all these things. Right. The how to not look like shit lessons, which yeah. really go right. a long way. Because a lot of these people came from nothing, so they didn't know anything. You know, I think we could still use this in entertainment, because a lot of people don't know how to act. Uh, everyone kind of looks good. We got that covered. Focus too yeah. much on that. We need more horse riding. That's Wait, but true. Tom, everyone, I mean, haven't you been on TikTok? Everyone is an actor nowadays. 
An actor or a thespian. Tick tock thespian. Tick tock thespian. I've seen uh, th- some TikToks, and uh, people are just uh, doing terrible things to their bodies, uh, <laughs> pouring bleach on themselves. Yeah, yeah um, that's the good one. Po- what? Poisoning their assholes with um, all kinds of the household products. It's this is what the kids want. This so is entertainment. Uh, speaking of which, Gabby and I tried to watch a movie uh, that that Joan Crawford was in called Rain earlier. Only watched like six minutes of it. Looked like yeah, we couldn't get very far because uh, it seemed as though they built in <laughs> bathroom breaks every other minute. Of it. <laughs> it just wouldn't fucking go anywhere. Uh, all right, so anyway, let's move along here. I don't want. I'm dragging. You're Tom, not a dragon. Uh, or yeah. college. <laughs> uh, Right, so in her first film, Lady of the Night, 1925, she appeared as a body double for Norma Shearer, then MGM's most popular movie, movie star, and uh, later on, Joan's Hollywood nemesis. It's like a porno, Lady of the Night. Isn't it like a prostitute? Well, yeah, it is. Whoa! Look, oh, look, look, I wasn't joking him. before when I said that uh, Joan Crawford not only is a massive whore, but specialized in playing a massive whore. Hey. She's great. Yeah, well... What was she doubling for her of the other actress for? Like DP scenes? Uh, yes, DP scenes. Actually, believe it or not, over the shoulders. Over the, oh, that's a good angle. Oh, they're like trying to save wow. money and get like these, you know, they, they have multiple cameras, different sets. They just do the over the shoulder shots. Wait, like is that. over the shoulder when the talent misses up the face and it goes over the shoulder? Yes. Like oh, when okay. you throw salt over your shoulder for good luck? Right, but it's seen. Amen. It's hot, yeah. sticky Z. Gross. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Um, but you know, someone's paying. I'm gonna watch this later. Yeah, you should do your research on this after yeah, we're done. This movie. After it doesn't matter. The, um, uh, right. Yeah. So, Louis B. Mayer of MGM changed her name to, from uh, Lucille Lasore. Just think about that, Lucille Lasore, uh, because it Bad. sounded like she's in a sewer or lips with sores or loose yeah. eels indoors. It's Bad not. <laughs> it's not a good name, Lucille like Lasore. I kind of like it. So he did the classiest thing he could to choose uh, a name for her. Uh, he created a contest, so he didn't have to think. Uh, he oh. put out Movie <laughs> Weekly magazine, and it literally said, name her and win $1,000. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, you, you, you know That's the results sweet. of this. If it went down today, it would be like, be like humongous pretty or like face, nuts or something. You know what shit. I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, it would be no. you know it would be a Mountain Dew bitch. Mountain yeah, it would be Dew. like Stalin Hitler <laughs> at you know yeah. twenty six nine eighty seven. I would pay a thousand dollars to change celebrity names if that was an option. Who oh, can pick? I name rename Justin Bieber? <laughs> yeah, Justin Bieber. Justin. I don't know. Let's let's rename well, Clay Aiken. That's What's a good that? Name. Who's that guy who's not a beast? Who says Mister Beast? That guy Mr. online. Beast. Have you ever heard him talk? Who? The fuck is Mr. No. Beast? He's like a YouTube guy who just has a lot of money and it, uh, just buys friends and associates with money and plants a billion trees because that's going to fix everything. Um, <sighs> if you don't know who uh, Mr. Beast is, then you're someone in this room. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Dancing. Dancing was, uh, at the time, it just was a lot of erratic movements. You know, twisting two parts of your body at the same time. So no one really needed to be talented at all to participate or be considered a good dancer. So uh, Joan was a great dancer. Really great dancer. Yeah? She was a flapping type. Oh. 
She was. There's she, just too many. There's just too many white people dancing. Mm. Well, these are you know oh. like the dances of the 1920s and 30s. These were dances that just you you would just pretend you were a storm door essentially, <laughs> and just yeah. go back and forth. So I the locks broken. Uh, so well, yeah. see the white the white people dancing was the only stuff they were filming, but I just wanted the reaction from like the black you know people down in Louisiana or up in Harlem, but like that's them dancing. What are they doing? It looks like they're having a seizure. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe that was humor for the, the 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 black people of the time, and they just didn't get it. I don't know because it is very funny. Um, so they did a dance. Uh, I'm sure everyone's familiar with the Charleston, but they did another one called the Black Bottom, which oh. uh, very fun yeah. uh, to watch these people. It's lots of moves, lots of uh, arms up in the air, jumping jack kind of things. Um, but sad at the same time because you know all these people a they're dead and b that um th that they had to practice to get a cup of coffee like th th these dancing types they didn't make a lot of money right no not at all mm -mm. right so these guys would dance for for like a month to pay that month's rent and and, and then they would wow. film it and then it would be put on in like a theater and no one would watch it cuz it's dancing does any of this make sense? Am I being too harsh? Hey, they're making a living dancing at least. Pay right. I mean, they're not really, but they're not making any money. They're breaking even on shaking their bodies. And I mean, hey, it's better than nothing. That form of entertainment still exists today. I mean, fucking dancing with the stars. You're just watching people that don't know how to dance. But they learn how dance. to dance. Yeah, but like, it, come it, on, do they? Uh, looks like it. You don't know anything about dancing, do you? I know a little, dude. Bit. What do you know? I, it's, all the hips. it's all in the hips. That's all you know. It's all yeah, in the brain. That's all you need to know is all the hips. It's all in the Every hips. One of the things the I hips. need to see in my life before I die is Sean Spicer dancing with the stars. Where the fuck is Sean Spicer? Oh, don't worry. He was a really nice man. Kind of looks like you, Mike. Sean Spicer? <laughs> yeah. Very <laughs> fucking. Look, look him like up, dude. Shit. He's got a huge dick. He looks like Joan He's Crawford. got. He's, He's got little legs. It's like Spicer. Cotton Hill. Listen, this is how I this is how I imagine a a, a 30s teenage girl. They watch this <laughs> dancing at the theater, and then they memorize every step and try to do it on with their friends on uh what what is the TikTok used to be TikTok right? What would be TikTok in the 30s, which would be nothing at all? It would be creepy men in an creepy alley men. while yeah. you do this. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> creepy men in an alley. Mm. The creepy men don't, don't have the uh, luxury of privacy that they have today yeah, of, of, of watching of these app? little girls twerking. Yeah. Send you a like. Now, Yo, come here, yeah. girl. The Welcome to of TikTok alley. The perverts of yesteryear had to have some serious guts. Had to be live, too. I salute Real. you, creeps. <laughs> Not these modern creeps. <laughs> these guys had everything handed to them. This guy oh. looks like a politician. <laughs> Sean Spicer. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining a guy that's like a World War II veteran, but instead of being a veteran, he's like just a pedophile. He's like, back in my day, you didn't have to download an app to look at girls. <laughs> yeah, we don't have no app. Yeah, we we had to go sit, one. I'd just sit next to some apples that were on sale in the street <laughs> and watch the girls from down the block. And when they walked by, I said... Do you want to pet my dog? I forgot it was a dog. It was a cat. <laughs> this is a brave guy. Okay, let's continue. Back-to-back -back champs, baby. Sorry, I'm a little congested tonight, so if I sound like this, it's not because I'm making fun of deaf people. Okay, in the mid-1920s. 
She got her breakthrough role in Our Dancing Daughters, as you fucking do in the 1920s. <laughs> oh, those two dancing daughters. Oh, that's the next Netflix original series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys watching this? You guys, you guys see my dancing daughters? Oh, is that yeah. Lindsay Lohan twice? <laughs> <laughs> so Lon Chaney. Wow, amazing. You got to star alongside Lon Chaney Sr., not even the junior. Um, uh. <laughs> John Gilbert. I don't know who the hell that is, but he did it. Um, he increased her box office value because, you know, these were stars at the time, and she became a marketable commodity. Now, this established her as a flapper icon because she was, like, all dressed in bullshit that people were like, oh, it's so crazy. She would even describe herself as such. Um, here's a quote so from her. Crazy. If you want to see the girl next door, then go next door. Oh, now this God. is the modern equivalent of the progressive women's r rights anthem, "Wet Ass Pussy," which is known as WAP. Um, shout out to Joan Baez. I know she's really into that shit. <laughs> so we're talking about I, this is a long time ago, but I, I, we I roasted Tallulah. She was another flapper whore. Yes, yeah. This so is a good same sister time episode. period. Same time period, right? A little, well, a little after it was during. Oh, okay, she started her career. Um, as silent, but she started getting bigger in the 30s, the, you know, the early mid 30s. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, Tallulah was more like 20s. Yeah. Into the yeah. 30s. Yeah. There were still flappers around and stuff, but. They definitely saw each other. Yeah, they totally. They saw each they other blowing dicks. Yeah. yeah that's John true. John was probably like, I want to be like Tallulah. And Tallulah was like, who the hell is that new bitch in town? Right. I want to gargle <laughs> as many cocks as I can, yeah. and I'm not thinking about anything else. That's what she was thinking, yeah. wow. which is fine, which is progressive, very yeah, progressive. Very progressive. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So. I got to say, man, I, we need one of those in office. Wet ass mouth pussy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> mouth pussy. So, well, wham. You know how, like, have you ever heard the term ass pussy? Like gays use that to describe yeah. their buttholes. Yeah. So bussy. why didn't they think about that when they put out wet ass pussy? It's just like yeah. a, you shit yourself. Well, they it's might. They might have think about it. It might be a gay song. Well, why? It's. But I haven't actually heard the song. I've just seen people getting upset about it. Wop. And from what I understand, it's about women and their their moist vaginas from being rather. Uh, that yeah. That's ready it. To, they're ready to go. Yeah, it's wonderful. What about that song OPP? Other people's pussy. Well, that's a great. Uh, that's well, not our three-word song or a three abbreviation. Those we we could do this all night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, we really can. I was just saying that they didn't think that far because wet ass pussy sounds much grosser than just wet ass pussy. <laughs> Does it sound gross? Is that what know. it really means? Wet ass pussy. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, that's, that's, we are people. Let's get together and not hate each other and stop racism. No, that's a much longer acronym. <laughs> yeah, you said like you said like twenty words. <laughs> There were a few times in the beginning of her career where she had to convince Louis B. Mayer that she was a good enough actress. You know, she would nip a script from his office, practice the character she wanted to be, and then meet with Louis uh, as the character. Or tug his penis until he she got the role. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's fine. That's Forward how you... Tug your way to the top. Yeah, tug, tug your way to the top. The rope Tumble. is not always coming from the ceiling. Sometimes it's coming from between two pillars. One set of wise saying, men. I was just saying, if I was a lady, I'd be the biggest whore. I'm kind of upset that ladies are not as. I feel like 
If I was to be like, oh, hey, I just want to get ahead. Can I figure you? I'd get sued. Travis, you, yeah, true. Uh, um, Travis, how know. many kids would you have by now? Uh, not on my own volition, you know, but I'm just saying if I need to get ahead, <laughs> I'd have kids. Right, have a kid. That's that's what always gets people ahead, having a kid too early in their life. Right? But that's not the way the world works. Challenge. Yeah. Shout out to them. They're nice people. All right. So, what am I talking about? So she starts to know. get more rolls as she tugs the, the, the wet rope that is between the the steel uh, legs of Luby Mayor, where he's a robot this episode. Uh, <laughs> wow. Now, this transition from silent films to talkies, it caused panic for many actors, um, especially the ones with lisps or accents. I don't know which is grosser. Um so MGM was actually one of the last major studios to switch over to sound. They were very stubborn. Joan took the effort to get rid of her southern accent, constantly practicing reading from magazines and dictionaries to herself in her room or whoever would listen. Now, in her first talkie, The Untamed, 1929, audiences thought she seemed awkward and nervous in this role. You see, um, she thought her voice was masculine, so she attempted to emphasize her femininity by forcing her voice a bit higher. She's talking like this the whole time. She's got this going on, but it's not English. I just landed here. So she also felt the same way about her <laughs> wow. shoulders. Oh, now she, yeah. Now we're talking about, like, you know, Ugh. nothing wrong with shoulders. That's She's got some linebacker shoulders. You're playing on those shoulders, girl. Come well, on. Yeah, that's kind of the, the roast mortem motto before we start recording, recording. You know, do it for the ladies with big shoulders. Now, yeah. Let me just grab those shoulder blades. Mm, well, I, I, I want, hey, guess what? Uh, Pornhub, if you're listening to it, why isn't there a category for big shoulders? I see big titties. I need big shoulders to get off. Right. I this, this, Her, her <laughs> width. fuck. Her width is not doing Holy it for fuck. me. <laughs> Everyone's that, beautiful. You remember that kid? I don't want to name his name, but he was like making out with some fat girl. And uh, he said, uh, I, I'm in love with your circumference. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Wait, like is, this, is this from uh, high school? Yeah. Well, we were hanging out with him after. He was a strange guy. Nice guy. Don't kill me. Um, so he, yeah, interesting character. But he said that, and several people heard it. Is that uh, me? No, did, it wasn't you. Did you take it as a compliment? Would you take it as a compliment? <laughs> I, I like think your I would just laugh lady. really hard. <laughs> I, I just, I just want to be, I just want to be balls deep in someone and then lean in and be like, uh, "Cherry pies, delicious. Apple, uh, apple pies, delicious. Cherry pies are too." Oh, well, that's really sweet of you. Actually, I think that would uh, maybe. Yeah, wow. Maybe that would force whatever woman that is to be your friend more. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm just talking about circumference, dude. Circumference, yeah. So I am in love with your circum circumference. That's actually um, my that's actually my porn name, Circumference. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good name, actually. I like that. Yeah, it's got cum in it. It's, it's got cum. Sir. It's fun. It's, my my name is Colonel Angus. Colonel Angus, yeah. <laughs> Colonel <laughs> Angus. Colonel like Angus, very sexy but uh, adamantly strong. Mm -hmm. Like Dylan loves Joe. beef. So she got these shoulders, right? Yeah, ooh. They're very broad, so she starts wearing um, shoulder-padded dresses because you can't hide those. You can't, like, pitch your shoulders in like you can your voice. Um, so she doubles down. She goes, oh, I'm going to wear th all things with big shoulders to hide it. 
That's fine. Cool. Yeah. She put like bigger shoulder pads on her big shoulders. Right. To make it look like they're not big. Well, yeah, because it's like if you have so much fluff, people are like, oh, it's probably normal under there. Wait, Gabby, resident Rose Norton fashion person, did she invent the shoulder pad that was popular in the 80s? Yes. Wanted to get to that. Um, What? Yes. Holy fuck. There's actually a whole. a whole I can't remember the name of the designer. Please excuse me, but there was a whole style called the Joan in the what? um in the wow. yeah in the 30s and then again in the 80s. Was it right, guess? like Travis said. Good guess, Travis. That yeah. yeah, that shoulder pad thing. That's a reference to Joan. Wow, we got to throw Joan yeah. the bone. We got to do it. Huh? Dang. And in a lot of her roles, yeah, she was a strong. You know, she was like a tough. Woman after the twenties, you know, she you'll was see, like you'll that. see. But. She was a strong okay. woman that could yeah. easily grip three, four cocks with each hand. Uh, brave, yeah, just strength, That's hot. strength, braveness. Brave. Uh, shout out to everyone who Thanks, does that. Joan, you're a good person. Um, shout out to my favorite site, OnlyStrongWomen.com. Wow, <laughs> that's good. It's good stuff. Dot gov. <laughs> dot hub dot org <laughs> dot gov yeah I mean that's uh, that's a very California website so while Joan was focused on her voice and her large shoulders um, she was so focused on these things and her acting that when the entire US economy tanked in 1929 she failed to notice uh, she certainly didn't care at all actually uh, because MGM was okay so if MGM's okay then she's okay and this is Hollywood it's a little bubble must be nice. It's in the bubble. Yeah, so between 1931 and 1933, she was cast in five films with major stars. Grand Hotel was one of Hollywood's first uh, star-studded features. She was cast as a secretary with strong shoulders. Uh, this film won an Oscar for Best Picture. In Rain, which I previously mentioned, uh, she plays a whore in Hawaii, a boring whore at that. Um, her hooded, oh, no. mysterious, and m- mischievous eyes, her sneaky smile... Her earthly movements and uh, willfulness. This made her a, a great candidate for being a whore. Uh, Cody, what do you yeah. know about boring whores in Hawaii? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am one. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just uh, hang out, sit around. Yeah, I and, like uh, your fox fur over your shoulder and your your thin eyebrows and your sexual yeah. hat. Leaning to Glad one you side. Yeah, Cody, let me tell you about your shoulders, dude. Yeah, let me get those shoulders, boy. Yeah. <laughs> she looks really hot yeah. in this. I just Googled her in this movie. She looks yeah. pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, I'm not... I don't see the blade thing, why she's so self-conscious about those shoulders. You got to understand that there was no joke said about her shoulder blades at all during the show. Mike, are you swiping right? I was wondering what? why she was so self-conscious so... about it. Well, you know, people just get, you know. Um, Mike, you swipe right? I would swipe right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Good. Wow. Uh, she she got a role with Clark Gable in I love him and he's great right uh, yeah, he he is Mister T shirt yeah um, love T shirt 1933's uh, get, guess the name of this picture well you don't have to guess it's Dancing Lady um, <laughs> <laughs> the two of them made That's my Dancing Lady <laughs> <laughs> the two of them made like eight or ten pictures together. Um, Possibly, I don't know. No, they did. They did do that. I don't know why that starred in your script here. I, I'm going to start picking this part. Um, hmm. Wow, it's fine. Mm, okay. Uh, cor- <laughs> is there uh, a counseling this, podcast? This is going to be fun. Yeah, what's going on? This is actually going to get really fun after the show. Um, so, according to Joan, 
Jared. Yeah. Clark Gable was the most masculine man uh, she ever met ooh, in her whole life. Uh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> they had a love affair that was on and off, and it lasted for a few wow. years. And they, you know, it was a good time. Two broad-shouldered people. Fucking lucky. Going at it in the back of a, a Jaguar, oh. custom-built. Uh, did they which, fit which in I a Jaguar? See. People asking for money outside of it. Check this out. I've seen Clark Gable's Jaguar. Um, fuck, I'm I'm not great with car models, but it was a custom one because he he was very tall, mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. had to make a roof that fit his nice, perfect head under. Um, <laughs> okay, so they couldn't fit in Jaguars because of their shoulders. Yeah. They had to have custom ones. Yes. Yeah, she, he got the custom one because of his head and shoulders, and and also the, the That's amounts That's where the shampoo came from. Right, Clark Gable. <laughs> Clark Gable. No, 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 Joan Crawford. Oh, yeah, well, both yeah. of them together. Both of them together. Well, he was head oh. and she yeah. was shoulders. Yeah. They, were, they were a comedy duo. It's it didn't really go very far. Around. No, I, think Joan was, I think Joan was head and shoulders. Could you imagine That's using an Abbott and Costello shampoo? Would that go over? Just too, yeah. like, Laurel and Hardy? Like, get gets yourself in your a eyes, cut. but you have to giggle. Doesn't burn when it gets in your eyes. Head and shoulders. Try it. Try yeah, it on your baby. Um, just yes-anding alone in your own shower. <laughs> infinite possibilities with every single drop. Now... She played a a true villain in the, the film The Woman, uh, as as you would expect a a villain to be the lead character of um, cool. a a movie about a gossiping gold digging woman with her hair down and her claws up. I believe that was part of the marketing campaign. Oh, uh, she had equal co starring with the, the uh, Hollywood rival previously mentioned Norma Shearer, who was married to the producer of the film. Norma did not like one of Joan's dresses during a shoot and ended up getting it changed 19 times just Sheesh. to fuck with this broad-shouldered broad. Oh, fucking bitch. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So like, th- fucking fuck you. I ain't changing again. Yeah, right? <laughs> Take that, Norma. <laughs> you stupid If women bitch. are called broads, can, can, can us guys be called longs? Sure. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll take it. Yeah. I like yeah I'll be long. long. Look at these broads and these longs. I'd rather be called a stout. Look at these broads and a stout. One of stout. I like, like that. Long better. Yeah. I w- why aren't we broads? Because you're not long-shouldered. Why isn't it broads and brides? <laughs> well, who did broad. the language so bad? Up front. No, I don't know. Cody, that's a, that's that's a, that's a you for, for question. Well, I'm dropping the ball, I guess. That's, I guess that's lost in history. Yeah, we'll never know why we're not called broads, but we have to live with that. That's a burden, actually. So um, I think calling women broads is quite an honor. Okay. She was a perfectionist. She was never pleased with any film that she was involved with. She would go see it. She'd be like, poo-poo. I'm Johnny Depp. It's all bad. Like a true artist. Uh, Joan. Do do, do you think that she was just pissed because they all have fucking piss-poor titles? Uh, what do you the mean? Woman. Like, children, guess what, guys? The woman? There is a woman in it. Like, we lived through a writer's strike uh, in Hollywood when everything got shitty. Yeah, but we this lived is supposed to be. This is supposed to be. That. Yeah, well, this is supposed to be the golden age of Hollywood. And it's like, what are we going to name it? Dancing Woman. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's the first movie to be called Dancing Woman. Well, I mean, this era did continue for a long time. It, it went well Shyamalan's the- signs. The Happening, Pretty yeah. Woman, the right. Room, um, yeah, Footloose. Actually, now. you know, 
a, a simple conversation like this just makes me go, fuck movies. High Them shits are dumb. I haven't High watched one in so long. musical. I need TikTok hey. right now in my life. Yeah. I think that's the direction of uh, media is TikTok. I love TikTok. Is it safe to go on TikTok? I thought that like China was like stealing information and shit. Don't worry. Well, Microsoft bought it. Okay. Yeah. Well, also like, <laughs> also like Mike, you want China to steal your information because then when they take over, it's you're automatically a member of parliament. Right. All right. That's how Chinese. this is going to work. Communist parliament. I, I tried buying something recently, and it had like some like sketchy ass. Uh, like Chinese like billing shit. Or it wasn't like PayPal was accepted. It was like some weird China pay- payment yeah. thing. They have all your information, Mike. Probably. Yeah. What were you buying? Were you buying some Chinese An auto blow? Is this? I just saw you spit take. Uh, I was buying like a Counter Strike knife on that was on sale. <laughs> on this website. Oh my god! And the only oh. currency they took was like like Wuhan Pay or some shit. <laughs> Wuhan Pay. Not Wuhan. That's, that sounds fucked wow. up. No, it's it was like not. some type of pay. It's Chinese pay uh, system. It's Mike, can you start streaming Counter Strike? I feel like you yeah, have an awesome good fucking internet stream. to it. I, I get like oh my god, I go from like twenty ping to like six hundred, and it's like the most frustrating <laughs> thing ever. That's so much. It's yeah. so terrible, dude. Where he lives, that like I was at your house, terrible on the phone with the internet guy trying to get him more internet because he's shy. Mike's shy. Um, shy. I was trying to get him more internet, and the guy's just like, "I'll upgrade your package. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah. You'll be flying," and um. He goes and he talks to his boss and he comes back and he's like, oh, never mind. Uh, Mike, your buddy there, lives in a shithole. <laughs> and uh, he's maxed out. We don't Here's offer it. anything more. Yeah. Even if you wanted to pay an extra $100 a month, we couldn't, couldn't even give get it to it. you. Yeah, it's yeah, this, is, this is 20 miles away from here. Yeah. yeah. It's not that far. Mike, well, no, Gabby, that just confirms that the South Shore is a third world country. We live. Uh, we yeah. lived on the North Shore. <laughs> yeah, third world country. Down it's because the Great Gatsby used to live here. It's, it's a hard. fictional character. It's yes. hard being me, you know, down where I live. South Shore. All right, so I feel bad. So, you you grew up all war torn. Okay, so, so, yeah. so Joan is starring in more terribly named movies. Okay, yes. Thank you for getting us back on point here. <laughs> uh, Joan really thought that she was the best female star at MGM. And uh, she expected the best in the scripts and the production, all that shit. I can't argue with this because I think this time in Hollywood put out some of those boring movies. Um, oh, well. At the end of yeah. her MGM days, she she had like two or three flops that just didn't do well at the box office. So women stars didn't have a, have a very long career at this time, even though Hollywood is still relatively new. Uh, they wanted to see young, hot people on screen, not these old 30 year 30 year old women with like you know just fucking nice skin gross Whoa, old 30 year old women so nasty you know like i they they were over it um yeah after the 18 long and dr- long and dramatic oh. years by uh by mutual consent uh her contract was terminated in 1930 1943 excuse me right yeah. during the middle of war just in time go overseas yeah she went overseas with those shoulders they were like your shoulders got drafted she was like what's the war i don't know anything about anything i don't know the what is this depression you're talking about what is this war what what are these things you're talking about i don't did she in your research in your research Mm -hmm. did you find anything with her uso Stuff? Did she do anything? She had nothing. She didn't dance for them at least. She didn't no, dance for them troops with them tall blades. shoulders. She wasn't aware. She wasn't aware of these uh, things. She's really sure, weird. She did in the movie Rain. 
She was aware of Hawaii? Yeah, she got gangbanged in that movie in the first 10 minutes. Most boring gangbang I've ever seen. Uh, So Warner Brothers signed Joan for a long-term contract for half of what she was making at MGM. Wait, Tom, Bugs Bunny signed her? Yeah. What is up, doctor? Doctor, I'm an animaniac. We can now Tasmanian you. I love anime. Wabbit season. (laughs) Love anime, too, Dude, Space Jam is my favorite anime. I was watching it the other day. It was so good. Which one did you watch? There's only one Space Jam. What do you mean? Oh, that's how you said that. No, that's the anime. Two oh, space like when Bill Murray comes out, idiot. he fucking helps out Michael Jordan. Yeah, he he does it well. Twelve oh, frames. Mike. He looks good at 12 frames per second. <laughs> his name isn't Bill Murray. It's Bill Murray-san, because it's an anime. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> hey, Bill Murray-san looked pretty hot in that movie. <laughs> you did it. You were able to run back then. So Warner Brothers signs Joan for a uh, that contract. She's making about half what she makes. But she still has this superstar attitude. She starts turning down scripts because they weren't good enough for her. She's already Ooh. signed. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, she's oh, helpful. She's, a, she's, she's a bitch? Well, she's not a bitch. She's particular. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really call her a bitch, she's especially not taste. to her peers. She's a bitch to other people, but we'll find out. Um, she's fishing for compliments. She's writing scripts. She's like, eh, you know, suggesting things to the writers. Maybe, maybe you could write a script for me. Maybe I could just give you a little... You know, we'll make this work. Uh, she... Couldn't be too picky at the end of the day, though. She got them broad shoulders. She got that saggy thirty-year-old butt cheek. She's not fucking selling. Ooh, guys, one one butt cheek is saggy. Yeah, <laughs> the other one's perky as shit. Well, she charged well, a bubble butt cheek on one, and then sag on the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was charlestoning too hard to the right for <laughs> six years, and, uh, and it caused a horrible deformity. And she was actually able to sit on one cheek. Oh, um, that's what happens to right-handed people. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when it snowed, she would take her one saggy cheek and use it as a sleigh yes. down the hill. <laughs> yes, the snow of of L.A. <laughs> which just you know, it oh, really gets cold. It's just ash. Yeah. Just fucking hitting that powder. Mm-hmm. Hitting that powder. That's right. All right. So anyway, she made up her mind and she settled for a. Film called Mildred Pierce, Ugh. in which she won her first Academy Award. Wait, she yeah, plays oh, the washed-up actress, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, that's a great movie. I love I, that movie. Wow. You know, I haven't watched it. I read a thing about it, but I, I, God, that was actually really good. I saw a trailer, and what, it looked it really good. Forties and fifties Hollywood movies were much better than thirties uh-huh. because they actually knew how to edit, and yeah. it wasn't like let's watch a guy sing. For uh, yeah. forever. Uh, well, the whole the whole thing about Mildred Pierce is that um, she's supposed to be she was like an actress that's past her prime, mm-hmm. so she kind of played into like I guess how she was at the yeah. time. Where it was like right. it was good exactly. though. She's just kind of a washed up old lady, uh-huh. well, old, not really that old, but like washed up old lady, and like she is just living in this like old Hollywood decadence. She looks yeah. gorgeous right? in this movie. She's she's beautiful. She really well, is. She beautiful. is, but I'm just that's the trope. She's you know, she she looks good in a zoot suit. She's just fantastic. Okay. Wow. So anyway, um the director, Michael Kurt was Kurtzig. Wait, Curtis. Curtis Curtis. Michael Curtis. Yeah. Zwick, leave all that in. Um oh. who did not want Joan for the role. He was uh criticizing her. She comes over here with her high hat airs and her Goddamn shoulder pads. Ooh. Why should I waste my time directing a has-been? That was a quote, by the way. That's what this guy said. Ah. He's very rude. Um, Uncivil. 
Like a Simon Cowell. Mm-hmm. So oh, wait a minute. Sorry, cut all that shit. That was Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of the wrong film? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. No, but this oh. one is about a... This one is about a... An old actress. All right, so keep it in and pretend I knew what lo- I was talking about. She has a daughter in it. Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure it out. So we'll figure this out. Everyone yeah. at Maybe home, figure I'm it out. wrong too. Uh, we could all be wrong because there is a movie where that she's in where she's like an old, uh, an old older woman and she has a daughter and she's like, oh my god, you're much better than me. I'm jealous of you. Oh, the Lindsay Lohan story. Do better yeah. than me. Yeah, Very and, sad. And then and then it's really sad because she's also being a bitch to her daughter while being sad about herself. She's being a sad lady. Mike but like in a dr- dramatic way. Yeah, sad. <laughs> like, well, a, like a stop mom way, you know, like actually stop. Right. Stop you mom. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Mike just walked away to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so, that was weird. So, right. <laughs> so here's what's going on. We got an, we, we have a, um, a, a buddy's podcast ad read. Why don't we just play it now? Zwick, why don't you throw it in here? Hi, this is Joan Crawford. First, I want to tell you how wonderful it is to be part of the Pepsi. Let's get jacked. It is another perfect day in Rombly Tower, the home of CompuGlobe Corporation and the Church of Execution, aka the Church of EXE. One of us has to keep it together in this stupid city, and it's gonna be me. Uh, that's just a hiccup in the great program. If you wanna get to the fight, we can just get to the fight. You know, I was I was thinking about uh, getting to the fight. Four solos that I can see, armed, armed to the goddamn teeth. Kid, this is not good. When I signed an old school gutter guitar style trio, everyone thought I was crazy. They were like, gutter guitar's dead. And I was like, no, 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 my friends. Nostalgia, nostalgia is a lie. Our father, who art a computer. If there's stacks of cash, stuff that looks like it's made out of gold, stuff I can just carry real fast as I run towards the helicopter. Keep your goddamn heads down. Jacked, a cyberpunk RPG podcast. Listen now at jackpodcast.com. Through their voices, Pepsi is selling more soft drinks for you by continually reminding America's shoppers to take home more soft drinks to bigger, thirstier families across America. I send sometimes I I send pictures of uh, my butt. Somewhere. Oh, John sends. Yeah, I send it to him, and I go. Hey. I mean, Johnny sends has a nice booty. I'm like, dude, do you want to hang out, man? Nothing gay. Hey, okay, ain't judging. <laughs> Just want to <laughs> hang out. All right, let's go back to John Crawfish. All right, John Crawfish. So during costume fittings, Kurt, Curtis 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 would rip. Joan's dress because he suspected of her wearing shoulder pants of all things. Oh, Joan ended up winning the Academy Award as previously mentioned for best well, leading actress in a role. The film was best shoulders in, in a role. Best <laughs> shoulders in a tuna role. I like this. That's right. Now the film was revived. Uh, it revived her career. People start taking her seriously again. She's like, well, who cares that she has one sagging butt cheek? Well, where we do faces here. Um, so after this. Warner changed her contract to 
$250,000 a picture. That Sheesh. is $4.6 million today, and uh, money none of us or our listeners will ever see. Tom, speak for <laughs> yourself. What's that? Speak for yourself. Yeah, that's negativity. You, you are Tom. poor. You just showed me your bank statement. I know how much debt you're in. Yeah, I'm probably going to win him a million dollars for being just a guy that likes tuna fish. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Now, well, you know, it is pretty cool that I make money because I'm sponsored by Bumblebee, dude. Have a Bumblebee. <laughs> it's good. It's the chicken of the ocean. You are you don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. So during the filming of Goodbye My Fancy, she <laughs> starred uh, with a new younger actress named Janice Rule. Janice Rule. Ooh. I said it like <laughs> I live in the Bronx. Um, Janice Rule. Now, I like this. Ja Rule. Now, the director spent more time talking to the younger actress to help her out with her role. Uh, if you know what I mean, wink, wink, squint, squint. Um, oh, his squirt orgasm. Um, Harvard Weinstein, if you would. Now, Harvard. Joan. Giving got her a little s- chopped cheese, some Brooklyn chopped cheese. Yeah, that's it's coming in fast and hot and sticky. It's going to be hard to get off that dress. But... Joan got but. jealous of this, and she started treating the younger actress very rudely. Years later, Janice became a big star, and Joan sent her a, a you know a half-ass apology letter, going, "Ah hey, man, sorry, I had a rough day. You know, period, girl shit." Um, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, that was a good head turn, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just adding, I'm Fucking adding MSG rude. to your script, which is what very funny, come? by the way. We're having a good time, are we not? Mm. Ah. You know, I wish that my body would make Panera creamy tomato <laughs> soup every month for me. <laughs> you need a doctor. Creamy? Who are you talking about? You know, it is pretty entertaining sometimes. Dude, it any is. bodily fluid is entertaining. Yeah. I think that's what we all need to realize as humans. Because there's know some how people. Thick it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, there's some people in relationships, and I never understand this. They're like, I never fart or shit around my partner. What do you do? Yeah, I know. What, what do you, you do? You hold it in I work on the kitchen floor. Yeah, because I'm comfortable with the person I live with. You literally right, fart Anna? and shit around in a circle. Wow. In a circle, you you march around Anna in a circle and shit your pants <laughs> while it's happening. It's great. Though. That's, That's yeah. it's a good relationship. Yeah, Very healthy. Um, right. So all these wood chips. Joan, she's known for crying a lot in her roles. She was able to do this on the spot. Uh, she was able to wow. do this after her her fourth husband died. Uh, uh, she had some trouble acting in front of. Uh, just burped into it. Whoa! <clears throat> oh God! Uh, Canadian goose uh, burps over there. Anyway, after my diarrhea mouth, here we go. So you can see her crying a lot in her roles and all that crap. Uh, her <laughs> her third husband died. I think it's fourth husband. We'll get to this. We're yeah, gonna break it down. We'll get we're to doing it. the relationships later. So. Uh, after one of her husbands died, she had trouble acting in front of the camera without getting her ego fluffed a bunch. Everyone had to be like, oh, yeah, Joan, you're the best. We really like you. Big thumbs up. Big shoulders out. Come on. Let's go. In the Woo! 1960s, her career did start to eh, a little bit, and she started doing a lot of B-horror movies. Ooh. Oh, um, hell yeah. Now, one Ooh, film from the out. 60s that is definitely worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. A really good one. Yes. Is Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? I don't know what happened to her. Yeah, what's going on? You're on the edge of your seat. If you're driving, just adjust your seat more forward so you could reach the pedals. They're turned to the left. This is right. a good movie right now. Yeah, this is a good movie. So, so uh, movie. 
this movie, uh, it's fucking Joan and Betty Davis, okay? Oh, Betty Davis. Oh, baby. Yeah, so these two are co-stars in this film. Now, Betty Davis, Got a song she, she is noted to be rather short with Joan on the set. And, mm-hmm. and Joan is feeling rather vulnerable at this point because she's, you know, she's got a, a fragile ego. So both actresses were in their late fifties at this point. Joan mm-hmm. found out that Betty had um, a bad back, and uh, after being fucked with a certain amount of time, they were filming a scene where uh, Betty had to pull Joan out of bed. So Joan went dead weight and then fell on top of Betty. So now Betty's back was all badly injured. She was hospitalized for a few weeks. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Now, Joan brushed (laughs) her hands off, and she she walked off set. She's like, yeah, that was hilarious. It was very funny. I can't wait to tell my kids about that. Crawford was hurt my back. Oh, yeah? Yeah, sexually. That's cool, dude. You did that? So Crawford was scheduled to appear alongside Davis on a publicity tour for what happened, whatever happened to Baby Jane, but they canceled last minute because Davis claimed that Crawford backed out because she did not want to share the stage with her. Uh, this is one of Hollywood's most notorious rivalries. In fact, there's like several documentaries about the set of this film really? and these two bitches going mm-hmm. at it. Um, wow. They really did it. It was like two, two cat ladies fighting uh, for the last can of tuna in the dollar store, like the whole time, it's really sad <laughs> the stuff. Whole the whole thing is sad because and like, that tuna fish would be bumblebee tuna fish. It would be bumblebee. Of course, it would be. Yes, yes. Uh, wow. and you know it's sad because there's plenty of cat food, but they're they they're poor and they're trying to respect their cats more than themselves. They're millionaires. That's, that's what I'm trying to paint. I'm trying to paint a metaphor, Mike. Please, please. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, rumor has it that years prior to the film, Joan made a lesbian pass at Betty Davis, uh, which put a bad taste of vagina in her mouth. Now, Joan was a wild woman, so this story could possibly be true, but it's not confirmed. Wouldn't that be cool? I don't know. Betty Davis at us. Let us know. (laughs) She's dead. Mm -hmm. She died. Wait, I thought she was alive. Betty Davis? Uh, I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't remember. She got a song written about her. She's got to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she died in 1989. Oh. She's dead as hell. <laughs> Wait, never mind. That's weird that I was <laughs> talking about sexual intercourse. Twelve years old. old. As fuck. Yeah, dude. That, wh- like, are you thinking of Faye Dunaway? No. Well, who's the <laughs> other one that's old and sexual? Bet White. Betty yeah, White. Yeah, Betty White. <laughs> She's old, and everyone's like, she's great. It's like, she's do you really old. care for her films, or do you just like Twitter too much? <laughs> do you look at social lo- media so much that you're allowing your boomer parents to get you that angle? <laughs> she's well, alive, she's 98 White. years old. 99 years old. going to be 100 years old of uh, sexuals. All right, Mike's going to look up Betty White. Uh, wow. You going to give us the Betty update? <laughs> yeah, swipe left or right on Betty White. Okay, this will get a lot of She's doing yeah, it. 99 years old. Damn. Okay, let's 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 have a uh, a serious question before I continue. Uh, would you guys would you guys take a blowjob from Betty White? Yes, she yes. asked. What year? Also, right now. Gabby, I'm offended. Uh, I'm offended for all old ladies because you saw the old lady and she's like, and you're like, oh, she's so cute. No, she's foxy as shit, dog. You think she's, she's foxy? Hot. All right. Damn, Betty well, White. Well, I guess in her prime. she's foxy. I just saw her little face. Little, yeah, little. I know. All the old ladies are like sick and tired. I trust me. They told me they're sick and tired of being so cute. Yeah, they probably are. Well, then show your Some wet ass foxy. pussy. I, Make yeah, it right. happen. 
Be on the no, it's called the it's you the dusty what? ass no. pussy for them, Wait, dude. Hold on, Cardi B shouldn't have invited her onto her music video. I know, right? Fuck Cardi B for not doing but that. Then, She's but obviously racist. It wouldn't racist. be a wop. It would be a dop. We should tweet at her to invite her on. Redo, redo. I'm not tweeting at anyone. Uh, Tom's going to do it. Tom, you do it right now. I'm not tweeting Go. at her. Okay, so let's get into her relationships. Okay, her. so we have to Wait, get... Wait, so now we're going into the actual juice? We're going into Joan Crawford now. We just did her, like, half-assed career, because it doesn't matter. Okay. Now, married to Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Oh, oh romantic. Hey. Very, very romantic. A couple miscarriages, but that's uh, not what I'm getting at. Wow. Uh, so... Douglas Fairbanks Jr., if you remember on the Cary Grant episode, I talk a bit about Douglas Fairbanks, the original, the OG. He was one of the Hollywood's, like, big boys. He was very nice to people, and he was also loaded, and everyone liked him. Um, So he had a kid, Fairbanks Jr. He was up there in the Hollywood elite. He was born into it. He got Lohan in. He got... um, What's his name? Charlie Sheen in. He got all this... He got um, Estevez in. However, you want. He got raped as a child. Right, he got raped as a child. So Douglas Fairbanks, um, they they end up meeting on the set. Joan and Douglas Jr. They they meet up. She starts getting invited to these parties. That's kind of like something that helped her career along up earlier. Imagine that. I I just thought about something. What? Oh no, Emilio Molestavis. That's fun. That's like my Emilio mozzarella, but sexual. You you just keep thinking that you just keep thinking that Benito Mussolini's real name is Emilio mozzarella. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> how many times do I have to tell you that Mussolini had nothing to do with Hollywood? Well, he, he was had a mozzarella to do boy. With mozzarella. Yeah, that's you're yeah. half right, but it's infuriating. Um, now, here's a fun story. Yeah, jo- Joan is white trash. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's invited to one of these etiquette, uh, etiquette-filled uh, parties they got out there. You know, lavish as fuck. Uh, champagne, yeah, guys la- in white gloves, all you know, that crap. Like three forks, five spoons, uh, three yeah. knives, all, spoons. all that cr- crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's like, she's trying to like, all right, I gotta fit in here. So she's she didn't know any, any etiquette. She knew it's she knew sure. how to wear because someone told her. That's the easy part. Um, so what she was doing was she was trying to imitate whatever the hosts and hostess were doing at the table when she's at this fancy uh, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. event. Now, she's over there, and the host starts noticing that she was acting a little funny, like looking at him for cues and stuff. So he was like, oh, I'm just going to start eating my fish with, like, a spoon and watch this bitch do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> trolls. I like it. Yeah, so basically yeah. he she, she got showed up, and the host thought it was funny. And uh, everyone thought it was great. Wrong utensil for the sp- for the fish. I mean, it's, what it's the hell is wrong it. with eating a fish with a spoon? It's not right, Travis. Well, it's not the wrong. Well, you have no etiquette. You don't even yeah. know anything, dude. Why don't we trash. talk to the guy who knows about utensils here? The Chinese Cody uses chopstick. <laughs> <laughs> One utensil. Yeah, that's that's me. You know, Cody always having soup with his chopstick. Yeah, <laughs> fuck a spoon. Jeez, yeah. Cody, I love you. Sorry, you're not Chinese. <laughs> no. Not there be anything wrong with you being Chinese. I'm just saying. It's fine. Co- you know how, like, I-, I know everyone can relate to this when you're eating like a sandwich or a burrito, and there's like a little bit of the paper still stuck on it from like Taco Bell or something. I have e- seen you eat the whole paper, Travis. <laughs> I've Me? seen you. Yes. 
Dude, well, I don't care for utensils. <laughs> I know. Dude, a soup is best used. You best use your hands. That is true. You slurp it up. Fuck yeah. you! Isn't, you gotta do more dishes than you use fucking fork. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm not as sick as you, Mike, who puts the salad into the soup. You get a bread but, bowl and you eat the bowl at the end too. No, no. That dishes. is a cl- classic move. No utes. No utes needed. Come on. We gotta fucking. We gotta fix this world. <laughs> yeah, we do. Talk about eco hippies going crazy about fucking straws. Oh, Make more bread bowls. Exactly. Right, so now... Bread plates! Uh, all right, enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, bread spoons. What up, bread salt, napkins, dog? Salt spoons. Salt spoons. Ooh. Pepper knives. Yep, the bread salt Yo, cups. The why, don't you make some, why don't you make some wheat wet wipes? <laughs> <laughs> wheat thin wet wipes? Just wipe your face with that wet wipe and eat it. Because it's wheat. I have wiped my face with a tortilla before. Now, let's continue. Um, now, Joan and Douglas, they got divorced because of grievous, uh, grievous mental cruelty he put her through Ooh. and uh, a suspicious attitude towards her. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if I was Douglas Fairbanks Jr., I'd be suspicious of everyone. Wink, 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 wink. Now, hmm. why doesn't it just be cool? Yeah, right. I got mad. It's not important. Shit. So her next marriage was to an actor named, I might fuck this up, Francho Tone. <laughs> now, <laughs> Rancho yeah. Tone? Now, this man's first name is That's spelled name. F-R-A-N-C-H-O-T. Um, so it's, That's how they pronounced it everywhere I looked. Right. So Franch- it's somewhere between Jones? Francis Franch-o-tone. and- Tone. Oh, Francho Tones. It's kind of like- Francho Toad. Francho Tone. T-O-N-E is- Franco Tones? His first name is basically a, a mixture of the gamer word and Francis. It's camel toe. <laughs> yeah. Now, camel toe and <laughs> French. Now, they were married from 1935 to 1939. He was well-educated. He had a bunch of money. He was an actor, producer. Uh, he, he was big on the stage back there. So the romance with him was considered a ste- stepping stone to his career, though, because by this time she was rather big. And he was just like a, a Broadway guy, which was kind of dying. Uh, I don't know why it's not dead yet. Maybe this pandemic will have some good things about it. Uh, Broadway, well, you know please that, go die. I like you Broadway. Know that, it's live. Shut the fuck up. You don't like good vibrations? <laughs> I don't. I, no, Broadway is for sick men and women. Well, you know what I have to say about Franchone? What? You know what I have to say about Franchone is that uh, sometimes you got to stand <laughs> on the shoulders of the giants. Right. To achieve well, your goals. <laughs> I think th- I think the phrase you're looking for is sometimes you got to stand on giant shoulders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and in their ears. So, um, right. So this is two sided. However, he helped her get rid of some of her stage fright that she still had, which I don't think was real because she was already a big star. And if she had that, then that's fine. Uh, she also had a- another miscarriage with him. Apparently, their marriage broke up because he ran out of adjectives to exalt her. Uh, fragile ego. You see, Ooh. she claims that he was physically abusive and an alcoholic. Um, we know that's not really the case. When she would get dressed, she would expect him to say complimentary things in different and creative ways, and he basically got tired of doing that because she would t- keep track. Oh, you look very beautiful and nice tonight. Oh, well, you used that combination the other day. What a fucking <laughs> psychopath. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's not cool. I mean, yeah. You're a fucking nut job. We're gonna fuck away from me, right? We're gonna get to some strange behavior. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can just imagine Mike saying that straight face. <laughs> like, I fucking comment you fuck all the time. They look good yesterday. What the fuck happened? They, you know, it's like not much has changed. You're wearing the same dress, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. You look nice. Big what ass you shoulders. Let me fucking stand on your shoulders, baby. And she's all like, "I don't look. I don't look as fantastic." It's just like we have been dating for four years. Yeah. How dare you think I have more words than this? I'm my bored name is now. My name is Francho Tone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where are I, my compliments. The fuck. <laughs> she needs to dump Francho and get Doctor Seuss. Mm. Mm. Oh shit. That's true. You look like a heffalump. Look like a big hand, baby. Yeah, right. You look like a you look like a pocket of love juice. Mm. I don't know where you could have got more. Like you look like a bottle of fabric and a bunch of space tubes. Good, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're doing it. French out should have found one of you just to write these down. More expensive than tweets. Okay, because of her multiple miscarriages, uh, she adopted a girl. Okay, now she was uh, on her own. So Christina. She got her first kid, Christina, who was temporary call, temporarily called Joan, but I guess she saw that as being a bit heavy-handed. So she had to adopt Christina through an agency in Las Vegas because California law prevented her from adopting uh, as a twice-divorced single mother. She then felt oh. that her home needed a father, so she married Philip Terry, and this is in 1942. They lasted through 1946. Uh, he was an uh, MGM actor. I'm Phil, uh, I'm uh, Terry. Hello. <laughs> uh, Shut Terry. the fuck up, Terry. He sounds like a dog breed. <laughs> a Philip Terry? Yeah. yeah, he does. A Phil Terrier. Yeah. Guess what? Phil Terry wants to eat nachos tonight and go bowling. Would my lady like to accompany me to go eat nachos and bowling? <laughs> you didn't tell me I'm pretty today. Fuck you. Yeah. Er. Shut uh, up, you. Don't. You look like a pitcher of beer that we're going to get when we go bowling. You don't stand on my <laughs> shoulder blades anymore. Joan really needs to be put in her place. Yeah. Okay, so uh, their relationship would be best described as comfortable with each other. Uh, that's why it was four years. You know, four years of just mulling around. They adopted a boy who they named Christopher. Ugh. Chris uh, Christopher or Christopher? What's wrong Christopher. with Christopher's Mike? Oh, bear boy. <laughs> is that right? So How old is um, Christopher? Is he a baby boy or is he a, a teenager? He's a baby boy. He's a, a baby, baby boy. boy. So they adopted this boy, but apparently the the mother reclaimed him. The mother was a real Indian giver and decided to take <laughs> back this Christopher. So they adopted another boy who they renamed uh, Philip Terry Jr. Ugh. So this marriage, because I said it didn't last long, and she realized that comfortable was you know not good. It's better for couch than relationship. So she uh, she wanted to be in love. So they they get away. Taking back Christopher sounds like a two thousands band name. <laughs> yeah, band. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. so Long Island. So this is why. And I, I said, take back Christopher." <laughs> right. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so also keep in mind that thank you for that song. Uh, keep in mind that when. When she's married to this guy, Philip, she's also banging Clark Gable. Oh, come on. So that guy is, he's so tall. So she's sipping with <laughs> her husband. There's that awkward celebrity pause we were talking about so earlier. Tall. Yeah, right? Yeah. I can deliver my lines. I have plenty of time between some certain words. 
So yeah. Clark Gable, he ran the transatlantic cable because his name rhymes <laughs> nope. cable. That's how that works. So imagine this shit. So Philip breaks up with you. You break up with Philip. Those are nitty gritty details. But what is fun is that she holds on to the son named after Philip, and then she goes, "You know what? Fuck that dude. I'm naming this kid Christopher again." Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's dude. I feel bad renaming a cat. <laughs> this is a human boy. Yeah. He's pretty young though, right? He's like fucking what, like four or something. Even he's young. he's not gonna remember. He's his not name. even one. Yeah. he's a toddler. He remembers shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't That's think a- cats could remember anything, but I don't That's feel true. bad cats renaming them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this cat's so no shit. Um, right. So in 1947, Joan adopted a pair of twin girls, who she named. Cindy and Kathy from the Tennessee Children's Home Society, an orphanage run by Georgia Tan. Here's a side note here. This might be fun for a future episode. The orphanage was actually a front for Georgia Tan's black market for baby adoption scheme, a.k.a. child trafficking. That shit's ridiculous. Wait. They just busted Georgia Epp? Did they? At my sister's hospital, yeah. Huh? This, like, surgeon was, like, doing some, like, black market baby selling or some shit. Like good Sam. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Damn, dude. That's dark shit. Very yeah, dark. It's pretty fucked I, up. I don't know why anyone would pay for a baby. Should you usually you pay to get rid of them. Said it was going on. Well, that's just you, but... Uh. Yeah, yeah, you're so... God, headed. Travis. Wait, hold on. What? People were... Ha- I don't know. This guy was, like, housing, like, people from, like, the Ukraine or something like that, or somewhere, like, Europe, and, like, they're, like, having kids and shit like that, and he was, like, selling them to, like, rich parents or some shit. Something like Holy fucking crazy shit. she was telling me. I think it's women who either can't conceive, men who can't shoot true loads, and um shoot those webs. Or or um <clears throat> women who want to keep their figures. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's what, a really... so everybody's pretending here? Everyone's pretending all the time. Uh it is it dark, but it's it. the fact of life. As I said, as as the famous philosopher, the foo fighters said. Oh, yeah. One more Take time, and I'm never pretending. One more. I don't Is this even a know film? Are you a boomer? <laughs> Are you quoting a film from the 18? 18- yeah. yeah, I'm quoting the Foo yeah. Fighters film. He's he's quoting Birth of a Nation. Uh, One more time, and I oh. never surrender. The pretender. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Pretender. <laughs> now, let's move along here. I want to own dog pile. <laughs> now, according to Joan, she was a devoted mother. Even when she was away from them, you know, doing her films and shit, she listened to their problems every night. She was on the phone. She made sure that, you know, oh, kids, I love you, all that dumb shit. Uh, She was a rigid mother, though. She didn't want these kids to come from a home where everything was handed to them. She didn't want to see these other kids, these these Hollywood princes and princesses, uh, you know, real spoiled bitch-ass kids. So she disciplined them and... uh, she chose goals for them, face goals, and to be independent, you know, she pushed things on them. For example, um, when the kids start, the kids had to start washing their own dishes. They had servants in the house, so oh, but they, she made them like, yeah, you're four years old now. You could, you could put a chair on the sink and start washing your own dishes. That's some good life skills. I think so too, but she was a little extreme with it. Extreme. She well, went a little heavy-handed. Yeah, she got a little crazier. Like yeah. she'd be hanging out. And getting all of her laundry done, and she'd be like, "Hey kids, how's that laundry back there? Is that done yet?" That's how you got to be sometimes. Yeah, you got mad yeah. kids—they're supposed to be working for you. I'm fine. I agree. Well, I they're, they're fucking I, until they're eighteen. 
I'm just saying, I hope there's no children listening to this show. But if there are children... <laughs> Mike's right uh, there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike is a child. Mike's but if there are children, here's a secret. Here's a secret. <laughs> if your parents are making you do the dishes, just eat pudding and tapioca. Because this is an easy clean. Or get a bread bowl. <laughs> or get a bread yeah, bowl. Yeah, or get a bread bowl. Either hands. Right? Eat McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Or just eat a, what are those little things called? Uh, the wiener and the dogs. Oh, pigs and blankets? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cocktail pigs and blankets too. all day. Children in duvets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, mm. All right, so all said and done, you can have your opinion on that. I mean, I know more than you because I'm doing the show. Um, right. She made him do point. shit. It gets. It gets. Okay, right now all it's right. not so bad. So, so I she feel puts, bad for this kid who has to do the dishes. Oh, so, so she put. Okay, so she puts Christopher in a military boarding school. Oh, it blows. Yeah, uh, and he never really rode home much because uh, he was like military. It's much cooler than my mom. She doesn't strap yeah. me to a bed at night, which also happened. Really? Yeah, he used to just like get up and go wander in the backyard, and she's like, "I don't want you to do that." So she would strap him to the bed at night. See, wow, they're. they're this we're piling on, okay? They have locks back then. You lock your door. No, they won't lock the door. They just strap the bitch up. You know? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh dang! So Joan, uh, she does marry this man. He's not a Hollywood guy, but he's extremely rich and possibly more important. Uh, his name is Alfred Steele. Uh, oh, Lex Steele's dad. Oh, Lex yeah. Steele's dad. Lex so Steele's dad. That's a huge plus, and uh, a huge. Uh, he is the CEO of Pepsi Cola. No way! Wow! Yeah, and um, uh, too bad. Too bad he's not like the CEO of Coke because way better than Pepsi. I'm just saying. Uh, I I don't care. I, I I care about the money and the bubbles. The syrup is all the frivolous stuff. Don't mm. get a can. Definitely Pepsi in a bottle. Pepsi in a bottle. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know enough. It's a very South Shore thing for you to say. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's very that's showing Mike, your true colors. It's the way that metal you know hits the the soda and makes it taste right. Okay, yeah. okay. that that is Mike's Mike's uh, anthem. Is, Ooh, I'm a Pepsi a in a bottle. Have, you guys should do a tasting one day. Best All right. Shows. Yeah, tasting of a uh, Coke in a bottle and a can, a Pepsi in a bottle and a can, a Mountain Dew in a bottle. And a plastic bottle and a can, and, a can. and then something else. I'll, I'm that gonna... sounds like that sounds like some excellent YouTube uh, content for like 2005. <laughs> the only taste test I'm gonna do is various barrels of guns in my mouth to see which one <laughs> will taste the best. The one that's really gonna like, do what, its job right. Exactly. What What am I tasting right now? Well, this is, this is definitely a double barrel. I am going very Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's continue here. So she called this yeah. idiot the fat love of her life. <laughs> um, I may have added a word or two in there. Might be love, might be fat. Um, so she attended <laughs> meetings with him so often that they called her Miss Pepsi Cola. This <laughs> 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 is really annoying. So um, every meeting, so they were married for about five years, and it was it was a great time. They did all the things. Um. They traveled all over the place. They went to all these Pepsi plants. She would go, you know, try a little Pepsi here and be like, I'm doing it. Uh, she Wait, sta- is, she was- is Crystal Pepsi her urine? Uh, She's very hydrated. That's wow. a really good idea. Yeah, it could be real. Um, that's, I can't, I cannot confirm or deny that. I've never tried it. Crystal Pepsi here is delicious. We what only is, had it up here on the that? North Shore. I don't oh, know yeah, if you, yeah. yeah. I, we, uh, <laughs> 
It was it was Pepsi that was discontinued because uh, the the fine folks at Pepsi realized that um, only rich people could afford it. Oh, it was expensive. It was Pepsi? very expensive. Pepsi. It was Cristal Pepsi. Oh, that's what that was called. Yes. Yeah, so Cristal Pepsi, oh, and I then it they was re- normal yeah. Pepsi. Like All I'm saying is that the no, demographic no, 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 didn't no. meet up with the market, mm. and it's fine. So look, these two are married for a bunch of years. She becomes Miss Pepsi Cola. She's on the board of Pepsi Cola. Oh, we'll have a good time. Ooh. Too much of a good time. Too much Pepsi Cola. You know what that gives you? Sure. Oh, a fat person heart attack, which is exactly what he had. Oh, no. Right. Right in there, right in the fucking aortis. Okay, so now Joan was advised by Pepsi that her attendance in the meetings were no longer required, but she was like, I like that guy a lot. He died. I'm sad. I'm going to be here. I Pepsi is me now. So this lady is Pepsi. Wow. Um, she's basically the original uh, Jenner who who made brought peace in 1959, wow. just before the war broke out. In Vietnam. Um, it's good stuff. Okay? Hey. Keeping peace with Joan Crawford and one of the... Which which, which Jenner was it? Uh, Kylie Jenner? Ky- the sexy one? Kylie. Wait. Oh, Kendall. Kendall. No, it was Kendall. Kendall Jenner. All right, so she oh, was... Oh, yeah, Kylie, Kendall Jenner Kylie's, with her Pepsi protest. Like Kylie was the r- loaded one. Kylie is the makeup girl. Right. And then Kendall's the model that did the Pepsi. Did the Pepsi. Good. Okay, so Good. we can thank Good. Joan Crawford uh, mm-hmm. retro retroactively for that advertisement. That has brought so much joy. to my life. And it has really yes. brought people together. <laughs> yes. Now. Yes. We're don't Pepsi now. We've all tasted Pepsi. We're all diabetic. I've never had a, I've never had a Pepsi Cola. It's disgusting. It's the Weird. prime soda. I'm overcome. diabetic with... With what? Diabetes? Laughter. Diabetes. Diabetic with laughter, yeah. yeah. You laugh too oh. much, you need your insulin. Too much. I get it. I know, I've too seen it. I'm laughter. very funny, so you, I've seen it plenty of times. <laughs> um, now, down to earth. Simple, unpretentious, smart about films. This is her personality. This is how she projected herself to the, to the public. Uh, she was always a nice and generous to the crew. Gotta give it out to Joan. She was nice. She answered her own fan letters, every single fucking one of them. Wow. She's a good person. Damn. Yeah. Now she'd get dressed up to go out to the market because if someone saw her or someone went to do a random interview on the street, she didn't want to complain. She was just like, I got to look good. I got to do it. She would rather oh. be uh, written badly about than not be written at all in a way, but she wanted to maximize that. So Joan's public image was pretty solid for her whole career. Uh, mm. Joan loved attention. When she would leave places in the cab, she would turn on the light in the back so her fans could see her, take pictures, oh. tell the driver, go slow. I want to wave at people like the queen and the carriage, but, you know, it's it's a human being, not a horse. Get that through your head. Now, she loved playing bitches because this is where she yeah. was able to have it out. So her movies, like I mentioned before, she was always the bitch, and it kind of made up for her public image. She liked that idea. Mm. Um, but like to be fair, I don't think that... She was wasn't not a bitch. So wasn't nice not a bitch. Okay. Like that. What's that? That's pretty cool that she writes to all of her fans and stuff like that. That's pretty noble. I, I I'll give I it to her. That. She's not she's not the worst person yeah. we've covered. I she did it. Okay. Uh, at home. However, at home. At home yeah. got a little weird. You gotta beat those kids. Yeah, beating kids. We already know about that. Um, she had some OCD behavior. It got a little crazy. I'm not talking like OCD, like, oh, my God, so OCD. I got to, like, turn the light on when I walk in a room. Like, people don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Turn it three times, not once. 
Is it? Is it? Or is it not like infuriating when people use the term "so OCD" when they do something like clean up after you themselves? Be clean up so OCD. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, OCD. I think it's really upsetting <laughs> when people misuse that term, and then when I go into Target and I start beating off, I say, "Excuse me, this is OCD." <laughs> and they arrest me. Have a good day. Yeah, they arrest you because you were too OCD. And now That's you can... not funny. It's not, not funny. It's a mental health problem. That's a condition he has. Right. Well, anything that will help you in your further endeavors in suing the city of Portland well, yeah. into further shit, then I'm all for. <laughs> now, one thing that was very particular, she didn't allow wire hangers in her house. What? I mean, they suck. Well, it was because she was like, we're rich. We're beyond this. We have... We, we dry clean everything, and as soon as it comes in on the wire hanger, you have to take that, and it has to be recycled, which is an annoying thing to hear from someone, and it must be turned into an airplane for a war I will never think about. Now, oh, she, oh. she always had these wire hangers. She kept her furniture covered in plastic. She wasn't even Italian. I don't understand. Uh, uh, wash her hands <laughs> 10 times a day. Oh, uh, this is at a time when people didn't wash their hands. That's crippling. This is, um, you know, now we're trying to get people to wash their hands. So they've got the whole COVID thing. I don't know if you heard about this, but like, you should wash your no. hands. Oh. Uh, like, well, so if you're going to eat a burrito and you got poo poo doo doo on your hands, that poo poo doo doo is going to go in your mouth. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you should wash your hands. The chances you are of catching something. Right. Or if you're eating a bread bowl and you got poo poo doo doo on your hands, it's going in your mouth. It's very cool. It's well, you eat bread with your hands and you eat soup with a spoon. So in between, you shovel. Yes, you understand. You shovel all the food. So okay. if you keep if you keep clean hands, then we don't need to worry about the tortoises because you just use your hands as utensils, you idiots. Yeah, because they're clean. You talk through a straw like this. I'd much rather make my hand into a straw than be given a shitty paper straw that's got to fall apart. But that's not here. Yeah. There, we have to get yeah, through yeah. the episode. Excuse me. So this bitch would clean hotel room floors that she stayed at. Damn. Um, she never smoked a cigarette unless she opened Ooh. the pack herself. And she smoked a lot of cigarettes. Respect. But if someone offered her a cigarette, she would go, uh, no thanks, sweetie, and then go throw up. No dollar bogues? <laughs> None. Wow. No, no, no dollar bogues. No dollar yeah, bogues. No Jeez. No. So she would also have her children scrub, scrub the bathroom floors like way too often. Um, pretty sure they those kids were there a lot of calcium under the nails if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, uh, probably right. a lot of bleach mm. in their lungs, which yeah. isn't good. Bit yeah, so we got strong. a we got a Howard at Mendel, mm-hmm. right? Howard Mendel, best rich, friends though. with Howard Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, was cleaning her home a cathartic way of wiping away her sins after Maybe. night of night night overnight of drinking and fucking dudes? Yeah. Tommy, you've been talking about fucking dudes a lot, but like, are there any juicy deets on these fucking dudes? Juicy deets? No, 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 no. She was private enough where no real, real deets. Like, you know, the- she wasn't describing tip sizes or anything like that. Yeah, oh. the only thing, like the the one thing we have is her her daughter telling us that there were lots of uncles throughout her life that would come by and. You know, they'd be there a few months, and then all of a sudden, no, that's not your uncle anymore. New this uncle. is your new uncle. That was just my friend. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Uncle Johnny that was, Sins. That was uncle, you know? Right. Uncle Johnny Sins. Oh, too close now? Oh. So, yeah. Uh, but we don't know who these uncles were, unfortunately. She's very private. My goodness. She's good at being Maybe private. Maybe she was a virgin. She's a virgin, actually. I think she's yeah, a virgin. Clark Gable actually had a vagina, and uh, the two of them would would scissor. 
So, wow. imagine that one. Probably not. That might be slander. Hey, Wait, know. did you hear Mike's theory? What's Mike's theory? That You're a virgin. virgin until you have children. No, I said maybe she was a virgin. That's why she adopted all those kids. But then she well, has. She a had kid, miscarriages. Yeah. You can't no, have a miscarriage. No, no. She's lying. <laughs> That's half a She's kid. A fucking liar. What you meant to say was that you're a virgin until you have children. It, it is true. A miscar- oh, I don't know. I mean, a miscarriage could be like, oh, I accidentally put a carriage up there and it missed. Oops. Okay, I'm gonna push past this. Now, her interior decorator and friend Billy Haynes once noted how she discarded apartments full of furniture. During her early years of Hollywood. So she'd be like, oh, I'm a big star, and also everything's dirty. Gotta leave yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Instead of cleaning it, she would just throw it on the curb. So she even uh, threw her back out three weeks before she died, oh. scrubbing floors. Sheesh. She was just scrubbing a floor. She hadn't been working in a while. She's a very proud woman. Aging. She holed up in a New York apartment. Uh, would never go out to have dinner or visit any friends. And she never let her servants go. Oh, you know, no, no, no. Why did I say never? I said even let her servants go. So she does die alone. Oh. But if someone asked me how she did it, um, wait, no, yeah, don't, do don't ask me yet. Don't ask me yet. I'm sorry. I missed a point. I don't even want to know. According to one of the twins that she uh, she adopted, she was a wonderful, caring mother. And uh, so, wait, Tom, I when I looked her up online, the first thing that popped up was a Washington Post article that said uh, Joan Crawford's daughter said my mom should belong in jail for attempted murder yeah yeah we're gonna get into that um <laughs> okay we're getting into it okay so we're gonna do a a po- oh, we'll do the mortem we're gonna put her in the ground and then you, and then we there's a little bit of okay. post-mortem here okay. okay just a touch sorry for the length on this one guys i'm just you know i'm just pretty awesome so um, that's right my my bladder is terrible so was there a my problem a right. reason why she had OCD? Like a traumatic experience in her life? That nah, she her... just danced on too many milk bottles. So here we go. Let me just... <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, according to one of the twins that she uh, mothered, the adopted twins that she got from an illegal child-rearing home, oh. uh, they said that she was a very caring mother, and um, she also seemed very uncomfortable while staying this, say, stating this on camera. And I'll tell you why she had to state it. Um... Also worth mentioning is that while she was in her dying years, she took in her second husband uh, that we all really liked so much, Francho, or uh, oh. Franchot, when he was wheelchair-ridden and served him dinner and tried to cheer him up. They were friends again. You know, they got back I mean, together. I think the coolest Burger King kid was Wheels. So why yeah, wouldn't you right. bring him back in? He was pretty cool. I like the guy with the eyeballs. Yeah, he was cool, too. Cyclops. Yeah. Okay, so now I ask me know. how he did it. How did he do it? Thank you, Mike, for yeah. sounding like Gabby. Um, now, Joan <laughs> died May 10th, 1977, at the age of, we don't know, from a heart attack oh. in Lenox Hill, in her Lenox Hill apartment. Oh. A few days before her death, she gave away her Shih Tzu dog named Princess Lotus, Lotus Blossom because oh, she loved gross. animes. Um, <laughs> so here's here's wait where Le- Lexington Hill. That's in New York. Where where were you? Lenox Hill. It's in New York in New York okay. City. It's okay. yeah. it's, it's rich people just chill there. Um, at least in Hollywood. Uh, no. Well, she retired into New York City. Oh, okay. She yeah. spent most of her life in Hollywood, and she did travel around a lot as the stars do. You know, they visit. They're in Europe. Yeah, yeah. They're in New York. They're seeing the place. Yeah. Right. So her will bequeathed money. To her twins, each of with each of which received seventy seven thousand dollars, 
That's it. Whoa. Uh, from her $2 million estate. Okay? Right. That's not a lot of money. From $2 million. Oh, no, that's no. a lot of money. For back in the 70s? 77. That's a house. It's fine. It's fine. I'm sure they weren't complaining. Um, yeah. She ended up denying her eldest the privilege of even being in her will. Oof. Ooh, fuck. All of the money went to charity. So check this shit out. Wow. Fuck now, you, here's the. this is where all the postmortem starts. This is where the fun shit starts. Travis, as you just mentioned, uh, a certain Christina Crawford coming mm-hmm. in hot and salty like Whoa. a motherfucker. <laughs> oh. Okay, so book, mm-hmm. film, 1978, the year after Mommy is dead, Christina comes out with the book, Mommy Dearest, published an expose on her mother for being an abusive bipolar alcoholic. Now, those all sound like victimhoods to me, but back then you could really ride that out like a motherfucker. Okay, so many <laughs> friends denounced the book as fiction, but there were many famous people said that Crawford's strange and unbalanced behavior seemed to line up with what was going on in that book. I mean, okay. I don't know. She's like weird OCD lady. I'm sure she was like, I don't know, want to taste my uh, women's cloth belt? Well, Gross. It, it gets weird. Yeah. Okay, so the book was later adapted into a movie uh what what, what year 1981 uh of the same name okay Faye Dunaway okay ah Gabby watched the movie she screened it for me she told me what's up thanks Gab she micro- mm-hmm. she micromanaged her housekeepers she had so many lovers that her ch- children barely remembered specifics they were forced to call wow. them uncle or daddy even if they only saw them a handful of times in their oh, life no she was also apparently um she brought home some women Okay, that's fine. I had to call mommy, mommy. It gets very confusing, especially Weird. if they keep rotating. Um, consistency yeah, is rotating key Rotating those children. hips. Rotating hips. <laughs> <and> shoulders, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, maybe shoulders. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Wow. She believed uh, that she could be the mother and the father. So she wanted to double wow. down. She was denied her adoption. Um, what? Oh, she was denied her adoption being a twice-divorced single woman. So you got to... You got to pull a lot of strings, is what I'm saying. Ah. Some producer guy named Greg, she was fucking, helped her adopt a month-old baby through suspicious and expensive means. She hired a nanny to take care of the kids while she was working. Joan threw her lavish parties with all all the favors a kid could even want. She, she got the kids all the shit. She got the ponies, the carnal, carnivals, all that crap. She wanted the paparazzi to be there and see how well she took care of the kids. Maybe it was a front. It was probably a front. It, it was a good front. mom to me. Uh, Joan matched Christina's outfit. Joan was clearly very jealous of her own child while the paparazzis were taking pictures of them. Very strange. Weird, weird publicity stunt. This is the OG um, OG yeah. Jolie, which is Angelina Jolie, if oh. you are not American. That's what that means. You know, That's horrible. Try to get those kid pics. You know? Look what I did with Brad Pitt. We didn't even have sex. Okay. Yeah, so like Brad there's a term sipped. for there's a term for dick pics, but can we just make kid pics a thing? No. No. That sounds bad. You're a Travis. sick guy. Please no, I'm not trying it. to make it sick. I'm just saying people that go on Instagram take pictures of their kids so they get likes. Oh yeah. No, that's also a form of sickness. Yes, if we can make it a derogatory yeah. thing. Oh, that is pretty nuts when people do that shit. Right? Yeah. That's stupid. All right. Well, with that being said, let's yeah. let's make that happen. She allowed Christina to choose her favorite present. And then donated the rest to a local orcan- orphanage, oh. which Joan publicized. So imagine that. You're a little kid, and you're like, yeah, I got a bunch of toys. Yeah. Uh, Mom said I only have one toy now. That's dumb. I don't like I, that. You little shit, you little rich fuck. Wow. 
Yeah, and since all the toys back in 1942 were just like, oh, wood, it's like, <laughs> these woods go together. I need a bunch of them. I can't just have Pretty one much. of wood. Pretty much. So, Incompatible wood. So then she, uh, when they got a little older, she would tell the kids that they were adopted. That's nice. And that they were so lucky okay. because their lives outside of this would have been shit. Uh, she drilled her ch- uh, children like a sergeant. She'd have them repeat lessons till exhaustion, up all night. Oh, good. Three o'clock in the morning, going, ah, mom is nice. Now, <laughs> Joan would race Christina doing laps in the pool. Obviously, Joan would win and then just spike a bottle of Gatorade on her head every time. Between the broad shoulders and just, like, you know, being an adult, she's going to have an advantage over Christina. Right. right. Um, yeah. I know. There's nothing like fucking just, just mashing a kid when they're like, I'm really good at doing something. You're like, you're small and your legs don't work as better as mine. Well, not to. I mean, my lungs don't work very well, but like I could run faster than you because I got bigger legs just in general. Yeah. Not to dox any children, but Gabby, your family friend that that is a lot of fun to hang out with, uh, I destroyed that kid in Mario Kart. Tom was so mean. She was talking so much game. I was like, oh, yeah. You gotta put play, kids all right, in the Tom was Tom was pretty nice. He played one game with her that he played for real, and then the next game, he let her win. He sucked. No, that, that kid has a good sense of humor. Yeah, she shout does. out. I'm not doxing kids stuff, but she's fun. Yeah, dude, all dox right. all kids. <laughs> Tom was dude, they're, mean. They're, kids are doxed when they fall out of the vagina nowadays. True. What, what do we call it? Baby Brazil. We'll call her Baby Brazil. Baby <laughs> Brazil. Okay, Baby Brazil. Okay, Baby Baby she's Brazil. Fun. Baby Brazil. Yeah. She likes video games and to be challenged. So yeah. anyway, Christina actually <laughs> admired her mother a lot and would sit in front of her mother's vanity pretending to be interviewed. Uh, one time, John, Joan caught her daughter and assumed Christina was making fun of her and erratically cut her daughter's hair while cr- just like crying and freaking out, you know, like wow, really unbalanced good. people do. Um, like Sinead O'Connor style? Yeah. Well, you know, sure. some people get mad at uh, science and other people get mad at their children. Yes, yeah. These things happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Joan once caught Christina playing with dolls and scolded them as Joan used to scold Christina. You know, just having fun. It's like, you got to do it like mommy do. So Joan came in the room and just threw away the dolls. She's just like, you can't have fun like I'm having, you fucking idiot. This is weird. Yeah. 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 That's, well, she yeah. Like, scrubbed the floor. She and didn't like, want no. an, any inception. Yeah, right? Yeah. No, no having fun. So she'd have her kids bring her coffee in bed when she was hungover as punishment for making too much noise being a kid. That's ah, fine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think when she was hungover, she'd lay in bed and go like, I'm not crazy. I'm just a little <laughs> unwell. I know. I, I'm a child abusing. That's exactly what she would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, exactly accurate. how it went. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that's. Also, yeah. if you're gonna be a drinking parent, wouldn't you want to just befriend your kid? Like kids like doing shit for their parents, like getting them coffee and shit like that. Yeah. Hey, can you get me one of those fucking, you know, Gatorades from downstairs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad. My dad. Go. Later. <laughs> my dad. Go get me two packs of fucking camels. <laughs> Drive me to the right farm. now. Yeah. Go to the store. Use my credit card. You're the coolest person in the world to your kids. Just make friends with them. Be like, hey, daddy is a little uh, hungover. (laughs) Could you you use my... I don't want to look at any screens right now. I'm a little coked out. Could you please order me some Taco Bell? (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I don't want children, but I do want a monkey 
that can light cigarettes for me. So if I had, thus, this is science here, Cody. You can agree. What'd you name him? If I had a child, I would want the child to do the same things the monkey did for me, which is light cigarettes for me. Right? Yo, come on, Brad. Bradley, light my fucking cigarette. Bradley, my monkey. Bradley Lee. (laughs) Bradley Lee. <laughs> Bradley. All right. So she would also tell her children that they were very selfish and spoiled, even though they really weren't. I mean, she, they lived in a nice house, but she just kind of beat them up all the time. Uh, Joan accused everybody in the business of constantly going behind her back, hiding roles from her, giving them to younger actresses, perhaps with smaller shoulders, uh, before she could even try oh. out. Oh. Uh, since Joan could cry on the spot, she'd manipulate the hell out of her coworkers. This didn't just happen in front of the camera. She was crying all the time. Oh, shit. So after she was fired from MGM, she went a little insane. She started cutting up her garden, watching the kids, like, like going, why are you cutting up all these nice things we have, Mom? They're flowers. And she would just be like, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. we got to get rid of these roses because they look like someone <laughs> that might be named Louis B. Meyer. Oh, I'm not crazy. I'm just a little unwell. <laughs> so there are certainly some psychotic episodes written in this book. Um, I would believe that it's mostly true, but this lady, uh, Christina, she also published this book after she was left out of a lot of money. So <laughs> you gotta, you know, consider that bit, while yeah. reading the whole thing. Now oh. she did send up the kids. Up to boarding school, as I mentioned, both of them, not just Christopher. Uh, Crawford played Joan Borman Kane in on a soap opera called The Secret Storm in New York from 1968 until 1969. When Crawford was hospitalized uh, in the hospital recovering from an emergency operation in 1968, Joan, then just over 60 years old, asked for the role of the 24-year-old character uh, <laughs> that, huh. that I guess you... Good. Yeah, so nope. she didn't really know. She didn't know how Dude, uh, do you see this one butt cheek? It is so bootylicious. <laughs> the just other look at one, this one. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, look just shoot me from that angle because yeah. the other one's flabbing all the way down on my ankles. <laughs> That's... But this one looks nice. Okay, this is back when the terminology "I don't think you're ready for this jelly" was a negative thing. Um, it well, was like I don't well, think you're ready, ready for, for this <laughs> jelly, but perhaps you could shoot my tight buttocks on this side. <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this jelly referred to a shrimp aspic to the <laughs> meal. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, hell yeah. So if you don't know what an aspic is, it's a gelat- savory gelatin. Thank mold. you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so she did so without mentioning to her daughter and under the guise of the holding rule for Crawford. So wait, what does this mean? I'm a little confused. Gabriella? Okay, so... Um, her daughter was in the hospital, and she went over to ask for this role as a, a, a s- over sixty year old to play a twenty four year old character. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she didn't. So while her daughter was in the hospital, she snuck over to the studio and just asked for the role. She was like, "Oh, you know, I'm Joan Crawford." I'm her mother. Like, I've got to have this role. Who else would play this? Right. Sheesh. Christina so, Crawford was playing the character yeah. in the in the soap opera, not Joan. So as a Oh, sneak- so she's trying to yoink her daughter's role because her daughter's, like, got a broken leg or some shit. Yeah. Which what? is so crappy. <sighs> so she went it. over there, and, and she was just like, hey, 
It's gonna be me. I'm drone. Drone. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this. You yeah, know? you look 24. Right. Yeah, I suck as money cops yeah. as a 24 year old, <laughs> so and I'm they, in my 60s. Exactly. So they re they redid the whole the whole script for that episode and everything. Yeah. So she um she actually did four episodes on the soap opera that increased the viewership by 40 percent during mm. this replacement time, and Joan Crawford. I mean, not Joan Crawford. Christina Crawford felt awfully betrayed and embarrassed oh. by her mother's seemingly intoxicated performance. So, to wrap this up, that's the end. We got... Wow. Joan is a crazy person. I want to add one more anecdote here. So, apparently, this was backed up by a few things, and is famously poorly portrayed in the movie Mother Dearest, Mommy Dearest, mm. uh, with Faye Dunaway, a real accident where... You remember how I said, no wire hangers? Uh, wire coat hangers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently, the story goes is that Christina, her, she was tasked with taking all of her clothes off of the wire hangers from the dry cleaning and putting them on the nice hangers. Okay. Um, she didn't do that. She forgot because she's a child or whatever. And um, Joan Crawford wakes up in the middle of the night and and thinks to look if she had done this. And when she realized that there's wire hanging on her her railings that she installed, she takes one of the wire hangers and beats the shit out of Christina. Now, this is cool. famously and poorly portrayed in that yes. movie. That's how you do it. But this was like the big apex. Like, my mom beat me with a wire hanger. So, uh, that, That's <laughs> a phrase, isn't it? I, I, it phrase, might be. Yeah. I, uh, it I feel like it familiar. is. Yeah. But either way. <laughs> right? Also, like, if you're going to pick something to get beat with, a wire hanger, not so bad. Not, probably, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it probably yeah. hurts to leave you the whip with, like, you get smacked really hard with a it on your ass. You're not going to yeah. break any bones, yeah, all that shit. Hurt. You know, I think it's the perfect choice of weapon to be, to use on a really? divisively if you're, if you know you're going to leave someone out of a will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you were like, I beat someone with a garden spade, like, that is murder. Beating yeah, some bit. of the wire hanger, <laughs> like yeah. that's a bit. So maybe that, maybe yeah, she they're into it. She left her, um, so like her her children, her first two children, uh, Chris and Chris, Christine, Chris, 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 they were both, you know, sent off to boarding school when she adopted the, the other two children she had, um, and they were kind of just neg- neglected off the side. And then at the end of her wow. life, you know, as we've seen, she gave all her money to the two girls girls at the end, like the, the twins. So apparently wow. there was another person involved in the estate. Yeah. I'm forgetting their name, but it was a family, but they started showing up and hanging out. And there it was, was... No, it was one of the twins' Oh, sons. yes, you're right. So one of the twins mm-hmm. doubled down and started hanging out with mommy a lot oh, more. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. And I think and I think there there was a court case in which they the two older kids brought them to court because they thought that they were deviced out of there by some kind of finagery. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that the uh. that will was written when she was really angry like t- 20 years prior. So wait, like all right. So before we wrap on on this bitch. Yeah. Like what do you guys say? What's the consensus from everyone? Do you think that the the daughter, adopted daughter, was telling the truth, or was Joan just a nice lady um, that had some quirks? I, I I think that my personal take on this is that Joan Crawford was very progressive, and she wasn't an ageist. 
and she saw that childish behavior was not acceptable. <laughs> and, okay. Wow. Okay. Right. <laughs> what like a way that. to word it. Yes. Um, I like Joan Crawford overall. She played great. Mike, <laughs> are you swiping right on yes. her child rearing? Wow. Her child bearing. Her child rearing. Bearing. Her child her beatings. Child- Rearing. I like. I well, mean, she, she no takes no shit. I like that. She's fucking. <laughs> she, she gonna be running shit. I could just like hang out at the pool and like fucking eat hot pockets and shit. She'd be having the kids clean shit. I like. This. I like this lady. He's swapping right. She's good. Good lady. Cody, what do you think, man? Would That's you go close. out with Joan Crawford? I don't know. Are you kidding me? The, the the fucking picture Mike painted. <laughs> I I just want to say yes to whatever he painted. So I'll vote. I'll saying. defer my vote to Mike. So yeah. yeah. Gabby, yep. you did all the research. What's what your d- consensus? Um, no, I think that even if even if she even if the thing that the things that her daughter said weren't true, she still sounds too anal. To oh, I mean, be, yeah, guys yeah. like that to be. Well, <laughs> they, they do. Like being abused. I need a little to bit, say a little bit of abuse. Like it's an easy joke. It's <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. admit so that was too easy. It's talk. Yeah, it's very fruit. easy. I admit it. I know. I just having fun. I think she was too anal to be, you know, too, oh, I don't know. Like, Jesus Christ, she seems like a micromanager. Like, if yeah. she worked at a store at a Pepsi, if she worked at 7-Eleven managing <laughs> Pepsi-Cola, she'd be the yeah. worst micromanager to work for in the well, world. Like, what if she worked like at Gabby, Micro Center? Well, like, Gabby, I'm, I, I, I think I kind of agree. I'm getting, like, very, like, proto-Karen vibes. Yeah. yeah. Really hard. Yeah, like a 30s... Karen, Karen, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You gotta beat those kids once in a while. I don't know. I think she's got fucking crazy eyes. I think that the kid I is think completely so too. true. Yeah, uh, she looks ter- she looks terrifying to me. Like yeah, I think if I if I put my I think if I put my penis inside of her, I'd be afraid that it would get chomped off. <laughs> it oh. probably would. But yeah, even if her even if her uh, her daughter Christina's book wasn't fully a hundred percent true. Damn. There's mm-hmm. still some shit going on there. Like she was definitely at least OCD. Yeah, fair enough. So her freaking out on her kids for not being OCD like she was is OCD behavior. Yeah, that makes Cody. Sense. Or is one of your kinks getting beat Buzzer. with a wire hanger? Because you know, I'm sure there's people on the internet that want to see. I that. don't know about that. I feel like it doesn't have the right bounce back. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Not the same as hot wax. I'm thinking like leather paddles, Mike. Oh. You know what I mean? That 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 satisfying snap. I don't know. Wire hanger <laughs> infers weird things. I like the belt. Well, there Belt's you go. Good. Now we know how every single member of Roast Mortem and our guest Gabriella want to get beaten or uh, their, <laughs> their their personal preferences on it. I think that's a great note to wrap this episode up. Yeah, on. don't kink shame us. <laughs> I'm not. I'm here to uh, congratulate everyone who listens to word. these and becomes smarter with every episode. And becomes yeah. more advanced of a human uh, who who can really appreciate society as they move forward. There's a there's a slew of reasons why you're here, yeah. and we must thank you for recognizing that. Yeah, Donald Shane to all of you. No, mm. Wait, right. should we do a, what there, we say yeah. about? You should go to roastmortemcast dot com. You should go to yeah, roast get that Mortem, in there, Travis. Or you should go to patreon dot com slash roastmortemcast. You Please. can throw some money if you'd like us to show. If you like us, one over the show. Then you should go and say hello to us and give us money. I'm so poor, yeah. please. Let us I know where those broken this. links are. Hey. Yeah, we have lots of broken links on our website, roastmortemcast.com. 
Uh, <laughs> well, we could link in real life and we could hang out. Uh, yeah, fun fact. Uh, hey, if you could give us some money, we can link those pages, you know? Yeah. yeah let's, let's, go. I, let's get some donations going. Also, I'm going to send out a, um, uh, uh, a formal complaint to the internet slash wikipedia.com dot org um, that right. we got to get rid of the word linked and change it to docked because men's rights. Men's rights. Shout out to uh, Stefan Molyneux. A, yeah. a, a, I like that. Let's dock. <laughs> Let's just dock. Let's dock. Let's okay. dock later. I know. Yeah, that's one. As guy. Jordan Peterson wants to dock all of you uh, because he's into men. Yeah, he's into men cleaning their room. It's very sexy. Okay. <laughs> thanks for listening. Gabriella, thanks for doing the research. And uh, Mike, thanks for being here, man. We, yeah. we always yeah. love that shit. Look at that. Hey, Tom, thanks for reading my scattered-ass script. I thought it was a good was script. A great script. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I, I was, was going to rip good, it apart yeah. more, but I <laughs> thank couldn't. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If I needed thank you, you to say that you probably want to bear, but rock is my house up here. <laughs> Don't tell someone you love that you're lactose intolerant. Yes. Good job, Mike. Uh, the hard L word. Right? Yeah. yeah. Lactose. You only sell one butt. Lactose. <laughs> one butt cheek. Not so. <laughs> <laughs>